Today is January 25th, 2016, and this is Super the Hardest. And like a roadhouse rendition of the Butthole Blues, we are your hosts, John, Mo, and, and Dave. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Mo sometimes like to, likes to make up songs with my kids around, teach them songs. Uh, you say it like I'm doing something to hurt your children. With my <laughs> kids around, I make up the song with the kids. Yeah, yeah, you're educating Zach on, mm-hmm. on the blues. That's right. And uh, 12 bar AAB yeah. form. We can lo- we're going to learn this. Three phrases, call, call, response. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, how does it go? It's a... Uh, Everybody's got a hole yeah, in there's their... Everybody's got a hole in their butt. It's called the butthole. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. <laughs> then it does again because it's again. Everybody's got a hole in their butt. It's called the butthole. Doom, doom, yeah. <laughs> and then the answer is, there's a hole in your butt and you try to keep it shut. <laughs> That's a butthole. <laughs> doom, 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 yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and that kid knows the blues now. That was several months ago. Yeah, but he's, he, uh, he's, he's still five. You're it. welcome. Yeah, he still sings it. Got a five-year-old that knows the blues. He was just singing it yesterday. Singing the blues in kindergarten. <laughs> got a butthole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a the old broken-down class ukulele <laughs> sitting in the corner. He's got his candy cigarette yep, in his yep, mouth. He's got the <laughs> right candy cigarette, and pr- there's probably a sombrero in the class or some kind of crazy hat. Yep. He's got that tilted down, covering his eyes. Like oh, I've seen a lot of things today, <laughs> kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's but I got a mean old woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so. that's, that's American roots for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he, he digs it, man. He's down. Oh, what's not to love? I feel like it's been a while since we've done this. Um, a regular episode? Yeah. yeah oh, or just true. anything. A, a regular? Or, or just recorded a regular anything. episode? Um, it's been busy. It has uh, been busy. Yeah. yeah. Fucking kids. Yeah, stupid families. Vacations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, vacations. Oh, man, they suck. <laughs> well, oh, his, his was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was interesting. If you're gonna, I mean, if you wanted to say it sucked, I would understand. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't suck. I mean, I, I guess it was I time away. I, te- I texted you and, and you were like, "Well, I, I got a lot to talk about on the podcast." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, that should be our casual chat. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, we can uh, we can just talk about it. I feel like I, I feel adventure. like you're just passing on that. All right, all right. I'll think of something. Casual chat. I'm, it's gonna be hard for me to focus if I haven't thought I mean, about casual chat. Klaus moved, but he'll move back. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, I wasn't Klaus cheering is, that Klaus is moving. <laughs> I'm happy for Klaus him. Klaus lives in Reno, and he's eating all sorts of bread. Yep, that's I saw that. Much as I've learned. And sushi dip, which yeah. I want to know what that is. I don't know, but every day he's fucking, hey, I'm, I'm eating bread. Got some more bread. <laughs> and, and taking weird, like, selfie vines yep. at parties. Yep. Wait, he's got he's got a vine? I don't know if it was a vine. It was like a weird video, of like, a, like a selfie, and he's just, like, moving it around the room and with a big big grin on his face yep. at some party. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord to you, Klaus. Style. Yeah, just eating bread, eating bread. <laughs> uh, no, but the vacation. So uh, what I did was, um, Christine and I, um, we got the kids. Uh, uh, we we took them on a cruise, um, and normally I would not. It's not something I would jump at the 
chance to do as a cruise. It just I've done one. Really? What did you think of it? Uh, it was fun because we went with another couple. Yeah, but we probably wouldn't do one again. Yeah. See, that's what I always. That's that's the way I feel. Is like it was okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't think I'd do it again. Did you have Did you have stops like stop in the ports? We had one stop. It was it was a short cruise. It was like four like four days. It was Monday through Friday, but really Friday we woke up and we were back in in the port of Miami. Oh, so and they were like, "Get out of your room, bitches! Cruise is over." (laughs) Um, But uh, it 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 was from Miami to Cozumel. But anyway, as I was saying, normally I wouldn't jump at the chance to go on a cruise because it never really seemed to be my thing. I'm more of like let's fly somewhere and then hang out there for a week, you know, yeah. or whatever, instead of sitting on a boat and, well, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, my kids, their favorite show is uh, Impractical Jokers. Um, and uh, if uh, if you know the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast, uh, Q from Tell Em Steve Dave is on the Impractical Jokers. So that's kind of how I heard about it. And ever since we started watching it, they're, they're obsessed with it. Like, I mean, to its credit, it's a fucking hilarious show. It's a hidden camera show uh, where... They're not making fun of the people that they're talking to. They're making fun of themselves. They're like, so like one for well, example, they're picking on each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. so so basically, they set each other up to do to like have to do and say stupid shit. And if they refuse to do it, they lose the challenge. And at the end of the show, um, you know, Mer- it's all. It's and at all, the end of the show, Mer gets punished. At the end of the show, there's always <laughs> a punishment. So whoever loses the most has. To I've only seen Mer. one episode with you. That that yeah. one time we didn't tell Mo we were recording. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a hilarious show, uh, and and it's and it's all a put on. I mean, I don't know how f- how closely they follow the rules. I think it's just like, oh, okay, now for the sake of this episode, we're gonna have to, you know, let's just say Q lost and he's gonna right. Lose. You know, I don't. It's not like it's not like they've got judges and shit. But anyway, so back circling back, uh, my ki- it's my it's my kids' favorite show. They fucking love it. They laugh so hard that they fucking can't breathe sometimes. Um, so there was an impractical Joker's cruise. Uh, where the the cast the four the four guys were kind of the hosts of this cruise, and then they had other guests on on board. Like they had comedians like Gilbert Gottfried, and he was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw him walking around Cozumel, and he that dude's a lot older. I mean, you think of Gilbert Gottfried. Is he kinda, like his seventies? He's got to be. He's got to be. He was he was walking pretty slow around Cozumel when I saw him. Um, but. Yeah, here's a quick story about Gilbert. Is uh, we were walking past the theater. <laughs> First name basis. Oh, yeah, exactly. Gilly. Gil, I call him Gil. Gil. Uh, Gil. Um, but, Good uh, morning, Gil. We were on the boat and we were walking past the theater, and you know, you hear his voice. You know, and he was in the theater oh. doing his doing his oh, act, okay. right? Yeah. And and we were like, oh, well, let's just stop in quick, and you know, and, and uh, you know, how many times you're gonna see Gilbert Gottfried? You know, and everybody yeah. knows who he is. Hopefully, like, none. Like he's not. I guess, I guess he is super famous, right? Uh-huh. Like, everybody knows who Gilbert Godfrey famous. is. Yeah. I mean, he's in nothing anymore, but right. no. everybody still knows who he is. He he's lost like an, that Affleck contract. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> he's like an institution at this point, right? Yeah, yeah I would say so. So we, we pop in, and we sit in, like, one of the back rows just quick. You know, he's in the middle of this thing. And uh, and just in time for him to jump into the story about um, the Wilson sister who wrote the book about her dad molesting her every every night and uh and then him going on to say you know like i, I mean i love my daughter <laughs> all this wow. stuff and i'm like yeah the kids with you oh kids look at the time we should probably go to that buffet <laughs> what wilson wilson yeah one of, i i forget um oh phillips no the phillips 
Oh, you know, Wilson Phillips. The, oh, sure, It was sure, one of the yeah, Phillips yeah, yeah. Okay. daughters. Yeah, who's, anyway, so it was just a very awkward moment with the kids. We were like, yeah. okay, kids, up wow. and out. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was my Gilbert Godfrey story. But anyway, so back to the point of this whole thing is that the cruise was centered around Impractical Jokers. So they were... Um, they were on board and they recorded uh, a, like a live episode and then they did, um, you know, they go on tour and do like a theater tour. So they did a few of those and we went and saw them. And the first night was really cool because they spotted Zach and, you know, we were sitting in the front, like the fifth row, I think. And they spotted Zach and started talking to him a little bit, you know, like about two minutes into their show. That's pretty like, cool. And they're like, holy shit, that kid is little. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and, uh, you know, they're like, Zach, you're going to hear some words tonight, buddy. Because they were like, what's your name? And he's, he's yelling, Zach. And uh, I asked him how old he was, and he said five. And they're like, you're going to hear some words tonight, buddy. And, and uh, making me proud, they asked him, uh, do you know the S word? And Zach was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, uh, you know, Sal points to his butt and he's like, do you know the A word? And Zach's like, uh-huh. And they're like, nice job, parents. Uh, yeah. Nice job. <laughs> yeah. And then John's all, thank you. Yeah. I love yeah. you, guys. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. And then they had a bunch of other stuff. Like they had, uh, I'm forgetting his name now. For whatever reason, they had the director of uh, Naked Gun. Remember those movies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had the director on board, so there was a live, there was like a screening of the Naked Gun, and then a Q and A with the director afterward. And apparently, that's their favorite movie or whatever. So they All did right. the Q and A. Um, uh, bunch of comedians, like I said, bunch of like bands that were just kind of okay. There was a fucking amazing Elvis impersonator. I never thought in a million years I would say this, but there was an amazing Elvis impersonator. His band was incredible. Like, this guy was, I mean, he looked just like Elvis. Ruse saved. Like, like he looked exactly like Elvis. Uh-huh. He sang exactly like Elvis, and his band was fucking amazing. Just tight. <laughs> yes, they were. They were incredible. They were like, they looked like these fat old, like, Nashville dudes, you know, and well, they probably were. Yeah, and they're, you know, this fucking big old fat <laughs> oh, guy behind a keyboard and he's rocking it out. Okay, what Elvis are we talking here? Uh, uh, early Elvis. 70s Elvis. All right. So, so he had like, the white suit on. Yeah, I was going to American, yep. like the eagle on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I was yep. gonna, and he's, and he's are, throwing out ribbons. Yeah, not or, a lot of people are doing 50s Elvis. Yeah, he's throwing out scarves to the audience. And, yeah. Uh, oh, he's fucking best Elvis impersonator I've oh, ever gosh. seen. Not that I've seen many, but, you know, this guy was fucking I, uh, incredible. I got my picture taken with the worst Elvis impersonator. <laughs> yeah, Mo. That That's worth something. <laughs> was it Mo? I don't no, pretty good. Just when I went to hobo, visit hobo, Justin. Hobo. Oh, it was Justin. Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty we, bad. We were, we were on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never been before, which is that Hollywood Boulevard is just filthy. Yeah, yeah. But you I know saw Cheryl Crow saying about it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's Santa true. Monica yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's in California. It's so. the same thing. It's so perpendicular. Points. They all look the same. Uh, it's a cross street. Yeah, that anyway, was like a I saw racist this, street. I saw like the worst Elvis impersonator I've ever seen. I'm like, I got to yeah. get my picture with that guy. <laughs> so he was all sweaty, just yeah. like open. Th- I get my picture taken with him. He's like, hey, I work on tips, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, all right here, here you go. go buddy boy. Did you nice say chucks? <laughs> Here's a tip. Fucking do a better yeah. job. You take Elvis. a shower. <laughs> Uh, so no. it, it rained a lot, though. So that kind of sucked. Uh, um, it does suck. Um, w- thankfully, when we got to Cozumel, it was nice enough. It was nice long enough for us to go to the beach and hang out there for a few hours. And it was actually kind of a beautiful day. But um, Tell them about the most famous person you saw. Well, I think I told you guys, and I might have tweeted about it, the most surreal moment 
on the boat was uh, standing there watching the wedding singer from old school, the one who sang Total Eclipse of the Heart, right? <laughs> I don't remember. So, uh, I've only old, seen old school once. So at the beginning, Will Ferrell's getting married, right? Okay. And he and his yeah, wife. That's what I said, okay, I don't remember. Well, he, I don't his, remember he and his wife are having their first dance. Okay. And uh, and the wedding band comes out, and they're like, turn around <laughs> every now and then. I love that song. I love that song. And then... And then all of a sudden, we're he's living like, in a powder keg, giving out sparks. Every now and then, blah 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 blah. When I see that fucking look in your eyes, <laughs> and, and so he throws out the f bomb, and Will Ferrell and his wife are like, "What?" <laughs> they're just like, you, "Did he? Did he what?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, whatever." And then, and then he gets to, you know, he gets to the chorus, and they're like, "Every now and then I fall apart, and I need you now tonight. I fucking need you more." And they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> So anyway, it's that same I gotta guy. Watch that again. It's that same guy from old school. I'm standing there watching him on stage singing "Total Eclipse of the Heart" in the same way he sang it oh, in amazing. old school with two grown ass adult male backup singers. Oh. Like it'd be like one of us standing yeah, up fantastic. there in like some sort of sequence suit. Absolutely, standing next to Joey Fatone from NSYNC. I was like me, like <laughs> even closer than Mo and I. There's right John now. and Fatone. Were, were your me? shoulders touching? <laughs> yes. Almost. Oh, we were about, about that far apart. I, I looked to my left and I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking Joey Fatone. <laughs> did you ask him what it's like to be in my big fat Greek wedding? <laughs> I did, did you not. Ask? No, you didn't. I did not. Oh. No. Nope. Instead, he just you had a had a moment together. Well, I looked at him, and, and then he it, said, "Bye, bye, bye." Well, you know, like he probably sees this, gets this all the time. But I look at him, and he sees me look at him and recognize. I'm like, "Holy shit!" And he's like, gives me the nod. <laughs> yeah, and he's then, like, "Yeah, that's right." He's like, "I'm, <laughs> I'm Joey Fatone." <laughs> and then you know, I just I didn't say anything. I'm like, well, what, what am I going to say? You're Joey Fatone. I hated yeah. you in the fucking. 90s. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I hated you in the nineties. <laughs> but now you seem fine. Yeah, yeah you, you seem, seem like, like a, a nice guy. You seem like a better guy. <laughs> I mean, he's. I saw you on cribs. Nice yeah. barbecue. <laughs> and so I saw him probably a dozen or more times throughout the week, oh. and every time he's wearing a pair of like athletic like wind bra- wind pants you know and a pair of slippers and a t-shirt this makes me so happy yeah, every time i went through the casino because i'm not a casino guy but i would like walk through there to get to where i was going there he would be you know playing a crane game oh, trying to win hundreds could, could they smoke on in the casino, in the casino oh, yeah. yeah that was the worst on our cruise too yeah yep. but i i play a little video poker when i was there <laughs> little VP. I, I never do i little never VP. go to the casino ever but uh. when i was on the cruise i spent like five dollars a day on video poker yeah that was um that was my well, night, what else are you gonna do that was my nightly treat i mean murder someone and throw them over the edge well yeah but it's a cruise like so that's the case you can do there's that a for fantastic roll doll story about somebody jumping overboard on a cruise anti-semite that roll doll found that out this week what yeah yeah super anti-jew Really? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Uh, the dude who wrote Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Man. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And now me. Steven Spielberg is directing the BFG. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. A lot of forgiveness and grace there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so anyway. Silver um, linings. I, got, I guess my the highlight for me was I got to um, see, uh, uh, it's kind of like a, a, a Tell Them Steve Dave spinoff podcast uh, called Space Monkeys. I got to watch that. And I got to meet uh, Brian Johnson and say hi to him. And he was a very nice guy. The thing that struck me about him was, uh, like, you know when you meet somebody famous or somebody that you admire or whatever, you kind of feel like a dick a little bit, right? Because you're like, totally. Hey. hey. Yeah. Hey, big fan. Yeah. Can I take a picture with you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But with him, 
Like, I, I wanted to get out of there super quick. I just wanted to say hi. Big fan of Tell Him Steve Dave. It's my favorite thing in the world. Can I get a picture? Blah, blah, blah. But he, like, wanted to talk. Like, like he was very chatty. That's cool. And the more that he talked, the more awkward I felt. Because I'm like, how am I going to break this off? Like, <laughs> you know, like, without without being like, okay. Should have been like, let's go grab some nachos. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to be, like, presumptuous. Like, hey, we're buddies now. You know? Yeah. You know, nobody, you don't want to be a dick like that. But at right. the same but I, I guess I went the opposite way where I'm like, okay, all right, all right, bye then, bye. Oh. You know. But, uh, yeah, but I just finally wound up just saying, hey, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, I don't want to be, you know, over whatever. So thanks for talking to me and, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think you handled it well. I guess, but I noticed, that, phone number. I noticed that everybody who went up to him, like, he just didn't talk to you. For, I don't know if he was. He was probably a talker. I get, well, he's not. That's the thing. Oh, is really? I've listened to that podcast for, like, five, six years, ever, however long they've been doing it, and he's got, like, uh, like depression issues and stuff, you oh, know, and he's not, yeah. like, a social guy, and he always talks about going to Comic-Cons because he has to do it for, he's in that show, Comic Book Men, and uh, how he hates, like, fucking interacting with people. But I listened to the episode of Tell Him Steve Dave after the cruise, and he was like, I don't know what it was, but I just felt good on that fucking boat. He's like, oh, oh, that's cool. He's like, I just wanted to hang out. You know, I had a good time, and everybody was so goddamn nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so that's, I guess that went on a bit longer than I intended, but that, that was, was good. That was my vacation. That made me so happy. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun time. I, I We had a good time in uh, Miami. Uh, for the first, because we stayed in Miami for two days before the cruise left, and uh, the kids there, got to see the had, ocean. And we had fun on our cruise when we went. The thing yeah. that was uh, polarizing a little bit for me was like when you when you went into port because we went to four or five different places when we went. It was yeah. a week long cruise. Yeah, they had like a fake little tourist town. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Belize, and Jess and I went on our honeymoon to Belize. Yeah, and it was like. Like this isn't police. No, no. I was like, this isn't police. Yeah. My buddy and I were like, oh, let's go to drink because you're on cruise time. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it was like I don't, I don't remember what time in the afternoon it was. Yeah. But I was talking to the people in Belize, and they're like, oh yeah, it's like ten in the morning here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're just hanging out in the bar drinking. Yeah. And they're like their day ends at three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> because the cruises leave. Yeah, yeah. And that was so weird to me. And so every every stop we went, we tried to break out of the little tourist pocket yeah yeah and go someplace else well in Cozumel we were we rented a jeep and uh yeah went that's to the fun. beach and yeah it was pretty cool um so anyway that's that you're listening to super <laughs> the hardest uh you can find us at mojomenace.com where we have forums mojomenace.com slash forums dead as a doornail those motherfuckers well, yeah <laughs> uh i haven't been on in so long it's like me and pickle friction Cool. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Pickle Friction. What are you watching, Pickle Friction? Well, yeah. I watched this episode. And I'm what like, oh, yeah, I just watched Jessica Jones. It was pretty good. Yeah, um, I still have not watched that. It's good, man. It's good. Um, Eventually. Not as good as The Flash, though. I'm loving The Flash. My buddy at work is telling me, watch The Flash it's so, over and over. It's, it's cheesy. It's total comic fun. book. It's, it's super light and fluffy and like uh, network TV kind of yeah. just like goofy. I don't know why though, but it works. So when are you going to get back into Arrow then? And then you're going go to go Legends of whatever. I did uh, put that Legend uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow. That is on my DVR. Fine. Just, just because I'm a big Booster Gold guy. Yeah. And Rip Hunter is in. Uh, <laughs> Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter is in uh, in this show. So I'm hoping Bo- Booster Gold makes it. I think the first season of The Flash is on Hulu now. It's or on. on it's Netflix on Netflix. That's where I'm watching it. Okay. On Netflix, all right. Yeah. 
watch the first four episodes on Netflix. It's awesome. Right. Anyway, I'm too forum. busy playing all those games. Huh? I'm too busy playing my new games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't played shit. It's pathetic. Oh, just leave. I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're on Twitter at Super the Hardest. Uh, Spotify. All the music we play, we'll put on a Spotify playlist. Uh, as long as it lets us do that. Ah, uh, I canceled my Spotify account. <laughs> Which so. you must have it through the end of January or something because I it's Maybe. still it's still going for me. Yeah, it might be. I'm just waiting. Um uh at uh, Spotify playlist is super the hardest. You can still access it with the free account, Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna buy one. Um but so, anyway, uh and uh you can also leave us a drunk dial by calling six one two Four two four three eight three five. Uh we don't check it very often apparently because we've got a couple of Christmas messages. Or My brother left one. Here it is. We know that. Fellas, it's Matt. <clears throat> I'm calling you to answer a question for you and then also tell you a story. I'm not drunk yet, but this will have to do. Um first off, horrible music, you asked me about that last time, and it is uh, definitely Peter Paul and Mary. Peter Paul and Mary sums up pretty much all that I hate about music. And uh, Paul Simon's probably on the list too and then auto-tuned choirs of children i, I don't tolerate that but being that you guys have a christmas episode hopefully this makes it in uh but i wanted to tell you a story about hilden <clears throat> he and i were at our grandparents place up in the attic trying to spruce something up for christmas we decided we wanted a christmas tree so we found a bosa and went across the street to the neighbor's property cut down the tree put it up in the attic and uh that's my story hope you guys have a merry christmas talk to you later bye <laughs> for real oh yeah that was totally real and so so they cut down the neighbor's tree yeah they just had like a little loft area above yeah. the garage yeah and we they would store all the christmas stuff up there but we it was our hangout i, I have a story that i don't think i've ever told anyone you made up with a girl well, you may as well tell the internet no. No. Dave got Dave, some no. digits in a girl. Dave, no. I don't talk to girls. <laughs> no, so there was a window up there. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> yeah, you hung it out the window. No, I'll tell I'll tell, yeah. I'll Did tell a crow this, get it? I'll tell right. the story. All right. I'll tell the story. But <laughs> which one do you want to hear first? The tree or it's the like one, one of those? Uh, attic, you story. can finish off yeah. the tree one. Okay. Crow's right. like there's the attic worm so up they, there. They had a uh they had all the Christmas stuff up there, so Matt and Hilden cut down one of the neighbor's trees <laughs> and drug it up and dragged it up there. And like months later, my dad went up there and just found this dead tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it is such a fire hazard. Yeah, exactly. It's just like so dry yeah, yeah. up in the super hot attic. Yeah. So, so that's that story. All right. Um, so who's the girl that you get no, the third no girls. base with? There was no there. girls. Yeah. There was, there was, I was too young. That was my, my grandma moved from. How old were you? Well, she moved. She moved out of that house like twenty five years ago, probably. So, how old would that would that make you? Like, like six? No, two? Uh, how do you know? I'm thirty three. Oh, yeah. So, seven. so like, I, I mean, if you grew up in Merrill, you, that's not old at all. <laughs> or that's think, not young. At I think all, it was I mean. like nine when she moved out. Yeah. Oh, there. that's plenty so old. That's marriage Merrill. material. Yeah. I, was a, yep. I was a late bloomer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the they had this. They had they had like this. Miami Dolphins plaque of some kind or like a wooden plaque with the logo on it. Yeah. And there's the window up in the attic. And for whatever reason, I threw it out the window <laughs> and it landed in the sand outside on the ground behind uh-huh. the garage. And I 
peed on it from the window. <laughs> I just remember, I wonder if I could hit that from here. Yeah, that must have been what it is. And I just remember pissing on this Miami Dolphins thing. Like, I just have this image in my head. You're like, fuck the Dolphins. I'm a Vikings fan. Yeah. yeah. So Purple was, pride. Purple I've pride. Never, I've never told anyone that story before. Somebody had to have been up there with me. I don't know. Somebody had to have picked that thing up afterward. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it hang Covered out? Sticky yeah. pee. I have no idea. Uh, nice. So that's the that's the story. All right. Uh, here is our second and final drunk dial for the day. Remember, you can call 612-424-3835 and leave us one. Here it is. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Uh, today is sponsored by Jameson. I'll say that. Uh, God. Well, Merry Christmas, whenever you guys hear this. Happy New Year's, too, probably. Um, tell them, girl, what up, girl? Stay sexy. Uh, see, fluff, fluffy dude. Uh, stay fluffy. Stay celibate, man. Save yourself from marriage. You know how that one works. Uh, Dave, make better drinks. Uh, Grandma Jean, cool as fuck. Uh, yeah, the rest of you guys, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, all that fun shit. Uh, let's see, best holiday drink in the world. Discuss, fun times, uh, content, baby. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Dave spills the Hondo beans at, uh, DaveHondo.com, stuff like that. Anyways, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Come girl. What up? Combo out. I like how that's just like a shout out. Dude. This yeah. one goes out to all my homies. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes of homies. That was nice. Uh, best holiday drink. I love a Tom and Jerry. Ooh. Uh, those are pretty nice good. Nice hot like fucking too. Tom and Jerry. I like spiked cider. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma Jean makes a mean spi- cider. Yeah, she does. Yeah. This year I made a variety of eggnogs. I like that. But I like a hot punch. Yeah. Punch that you set on fire. Hot punch. Hot punch. A hot punch. What is in, what is that Tom and Jerry mix? Like, what is that? Is that like marshmallow? Like, what the hell is it? You know, it comes in what know. looks like yeah, an ice yeah, cream yeah, pail yeah. and, you know, drop. Well, I mean, <coughs> I think the, I think that is, <coughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I think it's, I mean. If you made a real one, I think it's like egg yolks and powdered yeah. sugar and cinnamon and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah, I, yeah. but that one is I haven't I had know, one of those something in, manufactured into tasting like that. I haven't had one of those like, in maybe over a decade, actually. No, oh, I it's good though. It. I, I didn't it. I didn't get any this year either. Yeah. There's gotta be a liquor store that still has a <laughs> carton in the back of the freezer <laughs> someplace. Uh if you don't want to call and leave us a drunk dial, six one two four two four three eight three five. Uh you can write us Mailbag at mojomenace.com. I'm going to stick it in your slot. I'm going to stick it in your home. I'm going to stick it in your box. Because it's the mailbag. Okay. We have two letters to read today. <clears throat> All right. Your drink went down the wrong pipe. There, Dave. All right. Uh, music suggestion. This one comes from Evan. It says, hey, guys, been listening to the podcast since the Drunken Gamers radio days and finally decided to write in. I'm not sure if you have ever heard of July Talk before. 
but they are a Canadian rock group that has become popular lately thanks to the band's unique songs. Uh, so he sends a couple links. Well, let's listen to uh, this one called The Garden. Uh, this is from your polar bear riding friend in the great white north, Evan. So let's uh, let's take a listen to July Talk. Let's see. Here we go. I went walking in the garden. I was tripping on snakes. Now I ain't asking for your love, and I'm just asking what your love is gonna take. Ignorance is bliss when you're young enough to kiss a. It's another butthole blues. <laughs> Canadian style. different yeah it's totally different yeah i like it uh the video you guys can't see it here it's in sure black can. and white and it's like a fucking rottweiler chasing a small child through the through the snow they're playing wow. yeah it's like uh, does kid's he look like, angry yeah the dog does not look happy he looks like he's hungry yeah <laughs> so thanks for sending that in i like that man that's uh that's pretty decent all right let's go back uh all right Editing on the fly. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Our next drunk dial uh, comes to us from, uh, who's this guy? Caleb? Caleb. Uh, he's got some shit for us. Uh, hold on, sorry. I'm making sure I got all my shit in order. Okay. Uh, Dear Miley Cyrus sticking her tongue out and fucking everything fan club radio. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was getting too horny writing erotica about Dave, so I decided to take a break and tell you guys a story. I'm going to try to make this a quick one, since I actually have two stories to bless you with, but one is short. Uh, One is dealing with shit, and one that's just about a bathroom progressive. I'll start with the short one to build up to the main event. Years ago, I worked at a place called Hastings. Oh, I know this place. Hastings is big in the south. It's like a media store. Um... He says, if you're unfamiliar with it, this place is an entertainment store. Uh, movies, video games, books, toys, all kinds of cool shit. So when I was, uh, this is me talking now, not Caleb. Um, when I was a kid, uh, we'd go to Arkansas every winter because I'm the luckiest man alive. <laughs> sure are. <laughs> and uh, and uh, to visit my grandparents. And they lived in this town uh, called Mountain Home, Arkansas. And it was basically one giant uh, population 20,000 retirement community. In a dry county. Wow. Yeah, you got it. Wow. No booze, no nothing. A just dry old, county? Just fucking old people everywhere. So if you wanted alcohol, you had to go someplace else? Yeah, you got to cross the border. Wow. Go to, go to T-dubs. T-dubs. <laughs> across, across the county line. 
That's a real place, by the way, T-Dubs. No, I believe it. County line. <laughs> the uh, county line. You should have called it the county line liquor. But they had a Hastings there. And uh, the last time I went to visit my grandma in uh, uh, Mountain Home, uh, was uh, I went with Christine. I wanted to introduce her to my fiancé, right? And, you wanted uh, to introduce Christine to your fiancé? I wanted to introduce my grandma to my, uh, my fiancé. And uh, one day, you know, we were there for like four or five days. So there's only so much, so much hanging out with grandma you can yeah, do, right? Yeah, yeah. So we drive around every day and look at shit and go to jive, some, jive around, drive every day? around and jive you know, around. go to like antique stores and shit, you know, just fucking kill time while grandma's taking her afternoon nap or whatever. And we went to Hastings and uh, bought a copy of the Kama Sutra. So well, that's uh, my Hastings story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, he says all kinds of cool shit, including the Kama Sutra. I says, one day I go to the bathroom, either to clean it or use it. Uh, when I discovered we had truly been vandalized, uh, let's do this. Let's make it official. Can you imagine? Well, I don't think it was the Kama Sutra. It was like some sort of, you know, 101 awesome sex positions or something. Like a Russian like that. sex uh-huh. manual? Yeah, but can you imagine, like, your, your grandma's like, so what did you guys do today? You're like, <laughs> bought a sex book, grandma. Yeah, we went to the store, <laughs> bought a sex book. We'll be in the guest room. Uh, anyway, we didn't use it at We used it in the hotel on the way home. Uh, anyway, uh, one day I go What'd to the you bathroom. What you use it for? Oh, ideas. Killing roaches. Suggestions. Yep. Uh, one day I go into the bathroom. Busting up either, cysts. Either to clean it Gross. or use it. Uh, when I Gross. discovered we had truly been vandalized to the full extent of a first world anarchist. Small room with just a sit down toilet, a sink, a hand dryer, and baby changing station. The kind with the funny bear pictures that remind me of Mo. Uh, I can see that. The toilet was stuffed with toilet paper to the rim and the water was overflowing everywhere. On the now broken mirror was a huge anarchist symbol written in shoe polish. And the hand dryer in black magic marker were the words, fuck the police. (laughs) They sure showed us. Anyway, main event, same place. I'm there shopping with my BFF, Leroy. We're looking for a new game to play, and all of a sudden we smell the most rotten diarrhea shit smell. Just bam, right in the nose. Leroy looks at me with the same... Could be Leroy, you don't know. (laughs) Could be. Disgusted face I had and says, Jesus, did you fucking fart? I assured him that I didn't and add that I was just about to ask him the same thing. Then the man of the hour walks around the corner right past us. He was short, kind of weird guy. Eccentric, nice, but definitely kind of strange. He came in every day and rented two new release DVDs, four bucks a piece. But if you return them the next day, you got $2 credit on your next rental for each movie. So every day he got one free movie, so he had to constantly come in. He walks past us, kind of dragging his feet a bit. His ass and all down his right leg, totally soaking oh his gosh. pants, was nasty, runny shit. Nice. Oh. It even dripped while he walked. I shit you not. Once he realizes Get it, it. Shit you not? Yeah. Once he realizes it, guess what he does? He goes and looks around for two new release movies. Yeah. He finally gets them, then waits in line to check out. Uh. Cool. The best part? It's the dead middle of the summer in Oklahoma. Oh, that's the best time for that. Yeah, it's hard to breathe outside during sure this is. time with the heat and humidity. It was like a record heat year, like 108 outside. So he gets his movies and then sits his shitty ass on a bike and rides home. It was pretty amazing. We high-fived. 
<laughs> Wait, him and the diarrhea guy? I, uh, I think him and uh, Leroy. Oh, no, I think <laughs> the diarrhea guy. Should. DG, <laughs> diarrhea guy. I, I just pictured George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> looking for new releases. <laughs> grabbing his pants. Think he shits himself a lot? <laughs> That's my George R.R. R. Martin voice. Have I ever showed that to you guys? I've never heard his Give voice. I mean, no. I mean, everybody just kind of looks like... <laughs> 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 right in your books. Next. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. So he says, next time I'll tell you about the half... Hipster half turkey I, I encountered in the wild, and by wild I mean a gas station in downtown Dallas. See you guys. P.S. Keep an eye on Dave. I can't keep saving you forever. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that from? Uh, Caleb. Is that Pickle Friction's real name? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Feel either free way, to delete that erotic fiction, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, again, if you'd like to leave us. A drunk dial, do so at 612-424-3835. And if you want to send us a letter, mailbag at mojomenace.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around. For it is time for another installment of Dave's Fancy Pants Drinks and Casual Chats. With any luck, it won't be any worse than last week. I've missed these. Uh. <laughs> I know I know you have. I the know. drinks. Oh, the drinks. No, the chats. Uh. Oh, the chats. I love this music. I've got a pretty good story, I think. All right. For the chat tonight. Okay. Story time well, with Dave. Tell chat, us what we're drinking. Chat away. Oh, tell us what we drank. All right, what we drank. So... I had a little bit of Christmas money left over. Right. That should have been called Satan's nipple piss. Wow. Come it on. Was pretty, uh, wow. It was pretty. Wow. It was pretty sour. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was tart. Yeah. Yeah. Like Satan's nipple. I don't know. Is it tart? I would picture it more like sriracha. Ooh, spicy. Sriracha. Oh, I've scored a little bit of that on your egg. Yeah. <laughs> That's good on your mac and cheese, too. <laughs> This is a bonus story. I've been making but eggs in the morning. <laughs> All right. Bonus Before story. I, go to work, <laughs> I do. I put a little sriracha and, and soy sauce in yep. my eggs and I scramble them up. Yep. Wait, I, hold on. Before you go to work, work in the morning, you make yourself like a full on breakfast. I've been I've been cooking eggs in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Well, OK. Well, I mean, cooking an egg. I mean, I get up at the last possible. OK. Well, yeah, so do work. I. But cooking an egg is still something I probably would have time to do because yeah, that takes all it, of it what, goes, a minute. It goes so much faster than you actually think it would take you to. To yeah. cook eggs but so this is you guys are getting all the stories tonight i know right do you have a little uh got a little like a green onion you can kind of chop up their chives throw on the top i and had some homemade salsa today that i threw in the pan there first you, then i threw the eggs there, in there. you go maybe Quibus a little rancheros. little crumbled bacon some oh, bacon I wish, bits i wish anyway jessica has to be dairy free right now because um it's Shits, because it's no January. <laughs> no, she's she's breastfeeding still, and it's messing up Eleanor. Oh, so so she's Eleanor's getting the shits. Yeah, she's like told she you was, it was the shits. No, it wasn't. She was like she would just be screaming. So she'd be eating and just like screaming her head off. So she's rage eating. Oh yeah, it's a rage feast. She'd eat for like two seconds, pull off, and just be like, <laughs> and then eat, and then like rage. So what is it? And they figured out that it's it's like a dairy thing. Babies get it, and then if you if you push through it, they can end up being lactose intolerant. Huh. 
So the best thing is for the mom to just go dairy free okay. until they're done breastfeeding. Never heard of this. So I mean, I've reared so many children. I know, right? So as a part of a solidarity thing, I'm going dairy free with her. <laughs> Look at you. And I think I'm going to lose some some lbs doing it too. We'll see. Yeah. That's that's my plan. Working out because. I gotta cut something out of my diet to just now, make me a little bit more focused. Dairy, is what is it? Is does, what I'm eating? Does dairy also mean like cow milk? Yeah, cow, I mean, that's not what I meant. Goat milk, goat cheese. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, clearly, dairy means cow milk. I realize what happened yeah, there. Yeah, cheese. Get yourself some almond milk and yeah. taste the rainbow. <laughs> but I'm just like cheese, man. Yeah, like she's been. That she's sucks been using if you can't have milk. cheese. Oh yeah, it's it does suck. I mean, for me, it's going to be a couple months. For her, it's like. She'll probably feed Eleanor till she's a year, so she's got like five more months. Wow! So it sucks. Yeah, I mean, but, but to, all, to make well, sure she doesn't turn good. out to be lactose intolerant, I've never had almond milk. I like it. I read oh, about delicious. I read about cashew milk recently. Ooh. My so my go-to thing in the morning has been a bowl of cereal. Yeah, but I can't do that anymore because no milk. So I'm cooking eggs. Attaboy. Make my Chemex worth of coffee, and then I make some eggs. Yep. Gets a little frantic. I've been running full tilt to the bus in the morning. That's right. I literally kick my door open and just run as fast sure as do. I can. It's not terribly fast, is it? My Your no. top speed. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Like a casual, more like a, a jaunty walk. Yeah. 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 So the devil's nipple piss, what was in it? Oh, yeah. So, so I bought maraschino liqueur because... One of the things that I've read about is I love the daiquiri. I love yeah. a regular daiquiri. Hemingway had a daiquiri that he loved that had grapefruit juice, lime juice, and maraschino liqueur and Ooh. white rum. Ooh. So this is a variation of it. It's got some sugar in it because you guys are babies. Wait, but that's not something. the devil's nipple piss. No, 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 this no. This is a sweet daiquiri. So so I made... There's there's another like um, kind of classic cocktail called the aviation yep and that's just gin lemon juice and the maraschino liqueur oh. no sugar at all <clears throat> yeah that's so that why. was that was a sipper that's what we had that one was just like tonight every, already just little i could drink it with an eyedropper and i was felt like i was getting punched <laughs> in, punched in the face it's like jesus there's like three ounces in this thing and i feel like i'm gonna die so this one is uh this one is so regular daiquiri is just white 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 rum, lime juice, simple syrup. Yep. This adds a little splash of maraschino liqueur and a little splash of grapefruit juice. Oh. This is Hemingway's daiquiri? Uh, this is a variation. Hemingway's was just grapefruit juice, lime juice, maraschino liqueur, and white rum, no sugar. And I thought it would be a little bit too intense for you guys following the aviation. Huh. So I decided to go a little sweeter. Yeah, that so was he'd be thoughtful. He'd be sitting there watching the bullfights and... Drinking a double of that. Pissing off the side of his boat. That's right. Like a man. Like a man. So it's called the Hemingway Diary. Oh, into the Miami that. Dolphin's mouth. <laughs> yeah. See? It's just because I want to be Hemingway when yeah. I... Yeah. Right up onto a, all, onto a dolphin. All except for killing yourself. I was going to say. Well, yeah. With your... He took that existentialist shit a little too far. <laughs> Did you know that he killed himself with the same shotgun that his dad killed himself with? Wow. His mom mailed him the shotgun and said, this is the shotgun that your dad killed yourself, killed himself with. Enjoy. He's like, thanks. There you go. Then he went in the kitchen. His kids were in the other room. Boom. Wait, wow. or was that? That might have been Hunter S. Thompson. You're thinking Hunter S. Thompson? Whatever. So, you got your authors mixed up. Yeah. Either way. Story time. Okay. Right. So, last week, 
uh, no, like a couple weeks ago, Jess had forwarded me an email that was one of those research studies where you, you fill out a survey and then if you qualify, you'll go in for a study and they pay you to do a study. It's like at the U of M. It, right. it wasn't. It was It was at or, uh, Orman Guidance Research is what it's called. Uh-huh. All right. So they so said. You, wa- you walk out with three heads and cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were. And they're like, here's 50 yeah. bucks. They were, 20 bucks they were doing a study on video games and how you shop for video games. All right. So they said they'd pay me 75 bucks for an for an hour. Okay. I'm like, all right, That's I'll do wage. it. good wage. Done. Yeah, I'll do it. So, so I went. It was in uh, it was in Bloomington off of the American Boulevard. Yep. Yeah. The Southgate Building. Very near where I work. Yeah. Right. That's um, an odd street. Yeah, it is. It was weird. There's it was, a lot of weird kind of stuff way back that. there. Yeah. So the the building was unmarked. Of course. Right. And they and they never sent me the confirmation email saying like what time or where it was. So I called them on the way and I'm like, hey, yeah, I never like what suite is it? They're like, oh, it's in it's 700 something. I'm like, all right. So I get to the building. No markings on the doors whatsoever. I walk in. There's a security guard, and he's talking in, like, speakerphone style where he's just holding the phone in front of him, just yep. shouting in some language that I did not know. Yep. No. I mean, he, I, he, he was super nice, but I'm just like, what is going on in this place? Some creepy dude walks past me to go out for a smoke. No directory whatsoever in this building, right? So I, so I go up to the seventh floor. Because you figure that's where Sweet 700 is. Yeah, yeah. Get up there. And I see this big sign, Orman Guidance Research. So I walk into this the suite. Nobody is in there. It is dead quiet. <laughs> Nobody. There's two conference rooms, no receptionist. And the test has begun. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I was like, <laughs> I texted Jessica. I was like, the rapture has happened at Orman. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, weird. I didn't think they'd be the ones to go first, but uh. I guess weird. I wasn't in the chosen. Got this up. So had this a little sideways. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two conference rooms. I look in one of the conference rooms and it's like set up with cha- goat. chairs yep. and pens and stuff. The Candles. other conference room just has a huge tray covered in bras of dirty plates with half eaten food on it. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, they've come to kill me in here. Yep. So they told me to get there 15 minutes early. So I, I'm sitting in this chair for like 15 minutes this guy comes around the corner and he goes, oh, hey, we have two suites. The other one is way in the corner of the building down this hallway. So I went down there and I made it. And, and, that, and that was a little more normal? Yeah. It was, it so was, what was the survey about? What was the deal? Well, they, they took me into this room. It was, can't talk about it, Jeff. They had a two-way mirror and a huge TV and the PlayStation Network set up. And she was just like, just shop around online on the PlayStation Network and show me how you shop and walk me through it. So I did that. <laughs> And I was like, well, I've, I like I like to shop the sales. So I was looking for sales. And then she was just like, okay, well, look for a game. So I look for a game. And she's like, how would you buy it? I'm like, oh, like this. And then she said, try the Xbox one. I couldn't figure it out. I got stuck. The Xbox one's a pain in the nose. Oh, okay. All right. I had no idea. And, yep. I, and I thought they were having technical difficulties. Nope. And finally, I was just like, I can't figure out how to buy a game on here. I just need to, like... Because it was weird because you would type stuff in and there was pictures of the games above you. And I, you would think you'd just go click the game. Yep. But it was not the case. Wow. Yeah, finding shit on the Xbox store sucks. So now, that, granted, I haven't messed with it like a whole lot. 
yeah. but the experiences I've had with it have not been pleasant. So you know what this no. was really was on the other side of the two way mirror was Kudaragi just laughing his ass off, <laughs> like hammered with a cigar and like a bunch of strippers. And watch this guy. He's going to no do the Xbox. Do the Xbox. He can't find it. He can't find it. Speaking of, did you guys, did you guys see? So every when you watch NFL games, every fucking commercial break, Microsoft Surface, the official, oh, yeah. official tablet of the NFL. And they're always, during the game, they're like, oh, showing the fucking coaches drawing yeah. up plays on their Surface. During yesterday's game, I think it was Arizona and Carolina. No, it was the Patriots, wasn't it? Might have been. I don't remember. All the Patriots surfaces went down. They had like a stack of them, like a giant fucking pile. And they're like, uh, apparently their tablets aren't working. So they're having a little <laughs> bit of trouble. This is right after a surface commercial. You know, so funny. That's good anyway. stuff. So then the lady had me go to a computer and show me how and show her like how I look for deals. On the computer? For yeah. What? A deals for what? Video games. Porn. Okay. So I like went to Amazon. And she's like, "Well, would you ever buy a digital video game from Amazon?" I'm like, "No, their prices are outrageous, and they never like." Like I looked up the game Evolve, yeah, and I was thinking about buying it yeah. on the PlayStation Network. It was like thirteen bucks on sale. Amazon was forty, and, a di- and, it, and it was a digital copy through <laughs> the PlayStation Network. So I don't know. What? Yeah, it was really weird. We're going to need $30 to do this. (laughs) I have no idea. So anyway, they videotaped me that. Took took 40 minutes. 75 bucks, huh? And then I walked out with a handful of cash. 75 clams? Cash even. Oh, yeah. It's an envelope just filled with cash. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah. That's somebody's job. That's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. That's the story about that. Jesus. Never had you pick up a Wii U, huh? Check out the eShop. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Wasn't a competitor, I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, they've sold five. So the PlayStation Network, I love because when they have sales, they have like oh, they're crazy sales, deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. I well, texted it, you about it's easy to use. Fat Princess I mean, Adventures. Yeah, did you ever sense. play the Fat Princess games? Yeah, yeah, I played the first one. The, I bought the Fat Princess Adventures. It's pretty fun. It's like Diablo style this time. I don't huh. know. It's sizest, so I'm a little, yeah, yeah. I'm a little like against that. What do you mean? Because oh, it's fat, fat shaming. Prin- yeah, fat oh, shaming. Yeah, yeah. The princess. You know me. I'm pretty sensitive about that stuff. <laughs> <so. laughs> well, you could just play it in my house. I guess we won't tell anybody. Activates a trigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's your casual chat. That's what oh, you got. Okay. The other one oh. is there's a new podcast that I've been listening to that's amazing. No, we don't talk about those on here. Oh, all right. It's competition. It's called Dildo Spills the Beans. No, yep. I'm just kidding. I haven't recorded an episode in months. No, what is it? Uh, it's put out by the Directors Guild. Yeah. So it's it's two famous directors, and one of them will be interviewing the other one about their recent movie. So, like, Scorsese was interviewing Spielberg about Bridge of Spies. Okay. That was pretty good. Or Chris, Christopher Nolan was interviewing Quentin Tarantino about The Hateful Eight. Pretty good. They're they're only like thirty minutes. They're super short. I think it's I think they sh- they record them live at NYU, and so like the audience watches the movie ahead of time. Yeah, and then the two sure. directors talk about it. So if you haven't seen the movie, they totally ruin the movies when they're talking about them. Most J.J. Abrams did one with Lawrence uh, Kasdan. Is that his name? Okay, 
Sure. The, the dude, who, didn't he direct uh, Empire? You say so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> whatever. That They did not ruin anything about The Force Awakens. It sounds like that set was just one giant hug all the time. <laughs> I would think so. The uh, There's one thing I found. It's unre- well, I don't know. It's not about movies. It's about music. But I can't find it online anywhere. Uh, it's on PBS, and I don't know when because I don't have a any way to find out the programming. Maybe that's on the internet somewhere. But I don't have cable. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Speakeasy. You uh, ever watch that? Speakeasy? Uh, it's on no, the, what is that? Shows up on PBS. It's it's like Austin City Limits. But instead of a concert, there's about 30 people in a room. And then there's a very small stage you know, with like rugs and shit on it. So it's very intimate. And it's an interviewer. Like it's a, I think it's a celebrity that gets to choose who they wanted to interview, and oh, it's cool. it's always like a legendary musician. The one I saw was, uh, God, I want to say Robert Plant, but that doesn't sound like that's possible. Maybe, and then Niles, um, that producer from oh, I was going to say from Frasier. No, 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 no. They're <laughs> love, always it's always. I music. love Niles. I love Frasier. I can't remember what his I can't remember his last name. Really famous. Uh, music producer all right and uh like there's just the stuff that the questions they they're asked are like really interesting yeah and it's an hour long so if anybody can tell me where the hell to find episodes it's called speakeasy speakeasy yeah john john favre did a uh like dinner for five party yeah party of yeah yeah, dinner for five it's a similar concept to that but this has an audience it's not just like cameras around a table the show that this that you guys the show that reminds me of you know what you guys are talking about reminds me of is this one called Iconoclasts that I think was on um what is it the the, the channel that Marin's on like the independent oh movie. IFC yeah IFC uh, and the episode that I watched of that was uh, Quentin Tarantino and Fiona Apple wow. really together and just, yeah and they hung out in Austin for a day. And just wow. talked about their art and their wow. craft and whatever it was. It was I saw Fiona Apple once. Did you? I mean, uh, I went to one of her at shows. At Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think she eats meat, John. I don't think she eats anything. It was, <laughs> oh, I think it she was just a bun from Arby's with the cheese sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> She's just picking at it. <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. That's da- enough for me, thanks. Damien Rice opened for her, so I went to see Damien Rice, and my friends, oh, yeah. my friends wanted to stay for Fiona Apple. Wasn't fabulous? Joe just obsessed with her. Yes, I think you're right. I couldn't she's get been into a bad, it. bad girl. I did she not has. understand it. Her little earthquakes. No, that was uh, what? Tori that Amos. Tori Amos. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a different, different, different sulky girl. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> we just reduce them to that. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just a couple of sulky girls. <laughs> well, I like when I like when uh, I don't know. I like I lo- dead air too. It's good. <laughs> I like watching it on the on the monitor here. Yeah, I yeah. like I like those kind of interviews where I mean that's why I love Merritt. Yeah, yeah. Like WTF so much is because he kind of understands where they're coming from and they have it like oh, more yeah. than just a surfacey well, conversation. It's far more interesting than all right, what are you here to promote today? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Here I are mean, the questions that my producer told me to I ask. I mean, you, you definitely notice that they're there to like when he was I was just listening to the Mel Brooks one recently. Yeah. And it was 
and like Mel Brooks put out a box set and he's and he pretty much said my people told me that I should be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. talk about the box uh-huh. set. But yeah. then but then he's totally open about his life and goes, yeah. Oh, this is more than just Yeah. Uh, I was just telling Mo set, before but, he got here that uh 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 I listened to the Michael Moore episode today. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. It is so good. And I'm I feel like it right now. I feel like I feel like I shouldn't have to like add this disclaimer where oh but I'm not a big Michael Moore guy you know so whatever but well because I know I'm he's not. such a divisive figure you know but he's I, really mostly a divisive pe- figure to to assholes yeah exactly I mean and if an asshole d- uh, well, let I the asshole think what the asshole wants I don't to know, think I like, don't care like uh, his fair whatever Fahrenheit nine eleven nine eleven yeah like. The style of the documentary bugged me. Yeah, I thought I thought the content. I was like, okay, so he's got a new. But movie the style out. was just it just was so painful for me to watch. He's he's why. got a new movie out called like Where to Invade Next or something yeah, like yeah. that. And everything I've heard about it is it's a Michael Moore documentary, but it's not Michael Moore being all smug and whatever and like you know like con- not smug but like confrontational like right. you know like in your face. And Marin asked him about it. He's like, Marin's like, you know, you seem like you maybe have like got softened your edge a little bit, or you know, you're not as angry or whatever. And, and he's like, no, I'm more angry than ever. Ever, yeah, I'm pissed he's, as he's, hell. He's like, this is this is me being purposely subver- subversive because I want to get my message to as many people as possible. Wow. And I know that my message and the way I deliver it sometimes, you know, rubs people, people the wrong off. way. Huh. And he's like, I feel like this movie and what I'm trying to express in it isn't important enough. That I'm willing to dial it back a little bit. That's, that's and, interesting. And he's like, I want as many people to see this movie because I see as possible because I feel like this is a very important message. And that's that's a good way to put it because I think Fahrenheit 9/11, like that was my thing, was the the delivery was just like abrasive. not for me because at the moment I was at that moment I went to the theater and saw it because I was so fucking anti George W. Bush at oh, that time. Yeah, that I I would I would have fuck I would have been the guy who would have been like, <laughs> give me a fucking gun, I'll take him out. <laughs> I hated him so fucking much that I was I was on board with and it, I with and that. I obviously didn't agree with like him either, but it was just the yeah. delivery of the yeah. thing to me. Yeah, a guy I who takes know. all that goodwill that was after nine eleven and completely shits it down the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, is that your? Uh, is that what you got, Dave? That's it. My one question to you guys: How much? How would seven? What dollar amount would be too little for you to do a research study like that? Seven. Oh, it's not enough. Too little. I think fifty bucks would be my where I drew the line because it's got to be worth my time. Well, eight would also also be too too little. (laughs) Eight. Well, I think seventy five bucks though. That's pretty good. That's what I thought too. I'll go there for an hour. I was the last one of the night, so she cut me off early. Yeah. Like seventy five bucks. Yeah. Seventy five bucks. I'll take. I I signed up for another one that was four hundred. Oh, nice! Yeah, I've, I don't know if I've been chosen or not. I, I, I would, I think fifty bucks is probably where I draw the line. Yeah, Mo? I right. think it's seventy-five for me. I don't, yeah, maybe even a hundred. <laughs> yeah, like, I was wondering about seventy. That's right in your neck of the woods, though, as it, far well, as where you work and stuff. It, so it's yeah, it, it's right it would, down the road. It would depend absolutely on uh, how far I had to drive yeah. and the amount of time, because man. I guess it depends on the subject too. If it was something yeah. I was super interested in, I might be more inclined. Uh, to, sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But I'm I'm less likely to jump on, just jump at anything for, 
well, for straight my, cash. Well, my my time is Homie. the most valuable thing I have. Yeah, I mean, I've, and I understand that. Other so. than your relationship with me. <laughs> well, and yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, Here all right. Go. That's it. Oh, that's not it at all. It's a booty party. Uh, I miss Fluffy Nuts. We haven't heard from him oh, very yeah. much. He, he tweets every now and then. Well, sometimes. very infrequently now. He uh, went clean, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, did he? I don't know. I think he did. Um, I've, I've been feeling bad about the, badly about this because uh, uh, quite a while ago, I don't know if you guys remember this, Fluffy Nuts sent me, or he intended to send me, a yeah. package full of comic <laughs> no, books. he did yeah. send you. And, and someone else intercepted. Yeah, and I got this package, and it was cut wide open, and there was nothing in it. And I sent him a tweet. I'm like, did you mean to send me something? Because this is what I got. And I sent oh, him wait. a picture. So they cut the package open yep, and, and took stole the insides out. and no. then just left it on your... Yeah, well, and then taped well. it back up or something. I don't know. But And he was like, God damn it, you know? So like about a month later, I got another package in the mail. And well, was, he sent it to me. Oh, that's right. And then I brought it to you, yeah. Because he messaged me on Twitter. He's like, can I send you something? Because the last one I sent to John was stolen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't... I, um, he sent me the stack of comics. Um, and I believe they're all uh, Australian. They're from uh, Winter City Productions. But anyway, I've, I've been feeling badly because I've been meaning to talk about these for quite some time. I mean, that's ironic for Australia. But uh, Winter City, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we've, uh, you know, we've, we've been doing like christmas episodes and and whatnot and and it took me a while to get to them to actually start reading them but uh but they're they're great uh they're they're so they're they're called winter city productions that's the that's the publisher um but it's uh there's actually i think their flagship book is actually called winter city right Mm -hmm. um and uh and a couple of these are autographed um no shit yeah by the uh by the writers or one of the writers patrick purcell well, that's pretty cool. Um, and it's just, it seems like a pretty small uh, operation, like, yeah. a, you know, five man operation kind of deal. But they've got a few books. And uh, so he sent me Winter City. He sent me uh, a few issues and uh, and a trade paperback, um, which I, I he's a total bastard. Like, he gets me into the story and then it cuts off. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> how does it end? Um, so anyway, Winter City, like I said, it's kind of their flagship. They're high quality printings, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look really nice. What I like about them is... Uh, like, the covers are way thicker than a normal issue. What I like about this book um, is it kind of reminds me of maybe old Frank Miller or, like, Vertigo stuff. Or even uh, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like the original Mirage yeah, uh, 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 books, you know, um, the original stuff. Because it's got, like, this very gritty art style, and it's definitely... Uh, you know, a lot of ultra violence in this. So uh, this Winter City is about this um, kind of a vigilante, I guess, an extreme vigilante. He looks like the Grim Reaper, and he fucking just murders bitches um, who who've got it coming. <laughs> and uh, um, and uh, I think uh, the background behind this guy is he was raised by his uncle, and and uh, in a very strict. Uh, uh, farmhouse and eventually he wound up taking this shit to heart and uh he's gonna go punish 
evildoers. But I, of course, I got to issue eight, and and I don't know how it ends. So I don't, I don't know what happens to this Grim Reaper-looking guy. Uh, many, but, did but, you look it up to see how many issues there were or anything? Well, let me see. Yeah, I think there are twelve. Let me let me double check. Yep, twelve. Can you um, get them digitally? Uh, probably on Comixology, maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, they're very cool. It, it doesn't look like, based on their website, it doesn't look like they're all out. It looks like they're only up to issue eight so far. So, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll take my, back my "you're a bitch" part uh, <laughs> for not giving me the rest. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, so it says uh, a suspenseful psychological thriller and crime drama. Uh, Winter City chronicles the childhood and adolescence years of an abandoned, abused, and lonely boy named Sam Winters. Um, so he's involved in a religious cult, yada yada yada, and he just starts killing motherfuckers uh, who 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 have it coming. Like I said, um, so he sent me those, and then he sent me another one. This is just one issue called uh, Left Hand Path. Again, this is by Winter City Productions. Um, written by Jason Franks, or created by Jason Franks, Paul Abstruse, and Eddie Swan. Uh, this one is like some killer croc-looking guy. It looks kind of the same art style, and yeah, a little bit. Um, but it's got it's about this detective agency, or 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 not necessarily detective agency, but a a branch of the uh, uh, I don't know police department called the Unconventional Incidents Unit. And uh, they're called in to investigate a bloody massacre perpetrated by a demon. Ooh, uh, yeah. spooky. spooky. The only clue they have is some peach swirl ice cream. Ooh. <laughs> and a pentagram. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty good, though. I like this one. It, it got me interested, for sure. Um, so anyway, that one's called Left Hand Path. And then the final one is a completely different style. This looks like an almost medieval uh, fantasy kind of thing with like fucking uh, uh mechanical robots and shit. Is this normal? Huh. That like in the middle of an arc of a series like that, say it's a 12 issue series, yeah, that you would have a uh um what am I trying to a, a new artist and that would be so different. Oh no, this is is a completely oh, it's a different, different series. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Never mind. Um, same same production company. Sometimes they same. switch artists in the yeah. middle of an arc though. Oh, totally. Um, but this one's called Mechanical Knight. Um, uh, Knight, like, you know, of the Can round table. Yeah. Um, it says, when a massive ball of fire erupts in the skies above Losteria, the life of Marcus, son of Hector the blacksmith, Ooh. changes forever. So it's got like a, it's it's like I said, it's got a, a bit of a medieval thing going on, a bit of a, like a steampunk thing going on. Um, it's really cool. So, uh, and these are all like, I like the quality of the stuff, you know. It's got, yeah, it is really nice. Yeah, it's uh, you know, these are at least this left hand path and the mechanical night ones. They're you know normal thirty two ish page comics, but they're like bound really nicely. You know, it's almost like, a trade paperback. Yeah, like a feel. mini one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a thin one. Um, and I like the art style. It's it's all really cool. Um, so it looks like these are five bucks in the U.S. and. Did you read any of the sixth gun yet? No, sitting on my nightstand though. Do you crack it open at least? I didn't. Still sitting on my nightstand. Oh, <laughs> I still owe Mo his second half of his Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, the hand yeah. job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, themes, the theme song we're gonna write together. Yep. 
So it was, it was really cool for Fluffy not only to send these to me, but to send them twice. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> considering the first one was uh, ripped off. Jesus, I just gobbed on myself. Gross. Um, but and, and they're signed, too. So that's pretty awesome. So thanks, Fluffy. Stay in contact, man. Where have you been? Anyway, that's all. Uh, should we drink some beer? I suppose. Let's do it. Drink some beer. Yeah. Beer talk. All right. Um, what do you got for us today, Mel? I don't know. Uh, ne- oh shit! Neapolitan milk stout by Sagatuck Brewing. Ooh, <laughs> made in Michigan. Now is the water in this beer safe to drink? Probably not. All right, we'll Thanks find to out. Governor Snyder, he's doing a heck of a job. Sure though. is. <laughs> I mean, He's like, you guys can't manage yourself, so I'm going to appoint a city manager for you. Now, the city manager is going to poison all your children with the lead. All right, bottle opener. And uh, and some other various high iron content waters. And it's not going to go well, but uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So don't sit there complaining. It's saving you money. Heads. I'm saving you money. I'm chewing, so I can't. I can't comment. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Mo, who's going to be our next president, man? Uh, you promised me some things a long time ago that I are, sure did that have that not, not come to pass. True. And what was that? That what? Trump wouldn't make it even to the Iowa caucus. I said Trump would make it past September. Who won the Iowa caucus? It's it hasn't next week, happened it? yet. America did, Dave. Uh, America won. Uh, Dave, I don't even a, care Dave, anymore. Dave, two Republican candidates in the last forty years. Have won the Iowa caucus and been the GOP nominee. I'm just saying that it's it's sounds like it's either going to be Cruz or Trump. Yep, they'll win, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it sounds it was like Huckabee it's e- last time for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, oh, no, that'll, San, that'll, it was Santorum last oh, time. Huckabee the time before. Yeah. Oh, that'll actually win yeah, the yeah. Iowa caucus. So yeah. it's not even necessarily they're going to win the nomination. I don't think they the never re- win the. Nomination. I don't think the Republicans will actually nominate Trump to be their their person. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. I don't think that's that's gonna happen i can't wait to see what happens yeah. but it sounds like so i mean from what i'm reading which i read very little on the political stuff because yeah, yeah. i just don't pay attention enough yeah. but well, it's depressing it, it, it sounds like it's down to four people right basically bernie hillary cruz trump well, maybe just for iowa maybe, for iowa yeah. maybe oh. rubio yeah uh i yeah we have, i know okay. Kasich is making a lot of progress in new hampshire at the moment Is that how you pronounce his name Kasich? Kasich? Kasich, yeah. Uh, I, I've been pronouncing it Kasich. Kasich? Yeah. Casey um, Kasem? No, Kasich. No, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> the voice of and a long Scooby? distance dedication. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's really long distance. Groundhogs are bringing his mail. Sorry, that's from Ernest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ernest goes to jail specifically. Let's go back to the beer and not think about President Trump. Um, can you imagine? That will be I can fucking imagine. awesome. Although I do love how he's just going after Cruz like a motherfucker. I, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> Cruz like, is such a smug little shit. Oh, I fucking I, hate Cruz. I, I, can't, oh like, I can't even picture him. Well, he's got a huge ass. It's a guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got, a weir- yeah, he's got that weird and, like fucking... And he's got this kind of square triangle face. Can you pull yeah. up a picture of Cruz? Oh, totally. Google Cruz! Google yeah. looks, Cruz! He looks like he's always concerned a kitten is about... To be dropped. <laughs> oh, shit. Like he's got that face. Or or 
Like he's just he's holding back a poo. It's a similar have, uh, kind of ten, there's there's tension in his face. I'm gonna vote for Ben Carson. But so, pandering he just bullshit. sounds like a good Christian man. He sure does. That guy just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, well, he's got he? a picture with Jesus, so I know he's real. Uh, Yo. I just closed you know, the page. You know Jesus is real or Ben Carson is real? Yes. Dave, you've really never seen Ted Cruz? He is a slimy looking he motherfucker. Is. I mean, let me just here, here, this picture's good enough. Here, this is all you need to know, really. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Oh yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yep. he's a wow. He's a piece of shit in, in like the highest degree. Okay, no matter what party, if you're president, I feel like you're gonna have to sell your soul at some point. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's fair. Absolutely. But this guy, he's 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 beyond fucking. Except for remember, Bernie Sanders. Remember feel this the guy, burn, y'all. Yeah. Remember feel he the wrapped burn. he wrapped a bacon around his a machine gun was cooking his bacon on a machine, machine gun bacon. What? Machine gun bacon. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna watch this right now. Mm-mm-mm. Machine gun bacon. Our time, our time window is going right out the. Yeah. Well, right another out the window. window. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other. Right. That's the how other existential window. it is. <laughs> All right, Dave. Hold Look on. at this pudgy so fuck. Meta. This guy is a fucking Ooh, absolute. Ted Cruz sizzles up machine yeah, gun bacon. Does. Yeah, he oh, does. This, this is just gonna make me angry. Probably. I don't want to yeah. see it. Welcome to America, buddy boy. Hold on, let me. And on weekends, cooking breakfast with the family. Of course, in Texas. We cook bacon a little differently than most folks. On the electric chill when we're executing people. That's right. We throw bacon in our carts. Do you know that Texas had two executions this week? Sure. Or at least one and then another one coming up. Bacon off his machine gun. Machine gun bacon. <laughs> I'm a stupid fucker. Oh yeah, my there gosh. gosh. Yep. Crispy, it's just the way I like Uh huh. That's Ted Cruz, Dave. There you go. Oh my gosh. Good Christian well, man. Thanks yeah. for thanks for pointing that out to me, guys. You're welcome. All he right. was he was really on the chance ballot for me. <laughs> now he's out. All right. Well, so he's back a Machiavellian to the piece of shit. Back to the beer. Uh, Sbrewing.com. That's Saugatuck Brewing. Uh, Neapolitan Milk Stout. Well, read on there what it says. It should say... Government warning. Uh, Brewed with natural artificial flavors. Well, maybe it's on the the carrier. It's supposed to be like chocolate strawberry milk stout or something like that. I love Neapolitan ice cream. Well, that's the idea. So three, three something or others. Let me pull up their website here. Yes, I'm at least 21. Uh, beer. There it is. Neapolitan Milk Stout. Here we go. A perfect blend of classic dry stout character with brilliant flavors of Neapolitan ice cream. Experience the nostalgic flavors of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry all in one glass. There you go. Because sometimes ice cream just isn't enough. 6% alcohol by volume. Which uh, is low for a milk stout. Yeah, yeah. How At much, least it's how much does it cost experience? you? I don't remember. 
All right. Let's let's say Mo, nine bucks. Mo doesn't look at prices. I don't. I make so much money. <laughs> As you mentioned, goes, it's from Michigan. Uh, the label, uh, you know, fun to peel off. I guess it looks kind of old timey. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's a cartoon. It looks like yeah. a Baskin Robbins. It looks flavor. like it's yeah. for children. Technically, it is a Baskin Robbins flavor. Uh, color night night black. Yep. Uh, Clarity needle lighthouse. Yep. Head that's uh, still hanging around. Holy cow! The head was uh, it was all right. I've jumped yeah. the gun to smell, boys. Aroma? Yep. It's intense. Oh, that smells amazing. That is some serious chocolate strawberry going oh, on there. Oh, oh, oh you guys going to be okay? Oh, whoa! With like the beginning, what, beginning vanilla, then bam, strawberry. And then, then what if what if it finished it, with it chocolate? Might be terrible. I'm just uh, amazing. Just this is a beer. It's a sniffing beer. I just poured it down my shirt. <laughs> uh, they I, recommend, don't, I don't even need to drink it. Nope. <laughs> they recommend pairing it with barbecue. <laughs> grilled meat checks mix yeah. <laughs> uh like buttery uh brie, brie gouda or swiss i'm gonna pair it with uh hemingway's daiquiri and an aviator holy let's, cow let's uh, do mouthfeel wow well hmm. tastes a bit like a like an air freshener it's a little chemically <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, smells a lot better than it tastes. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's real chocolate forward, fake chocolate yeah. forward. Yeah. Huh. But holy cow, that smell. Well, that's that's a little disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had it before, Mom? Uh once, and that was my response was, oh. "Ooh, well, that's not what I was expecting at yeah, all." Yeah. It smells oh. so freaking good. It does. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, out, out of how many? The mouthfeel. Yeah. I, I guess it's a little tingly, a little creamy. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking whatever. Yeah. That's uh, Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet like the old malt shop, I guess. Yeah. And the finish, it definitely lingers. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in a great way. way. No, no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, not in the best way ever. So out of how many stars? Uh, five. Half stars are options. Half stars are options. <laughs> Two and a half feels like a. I was gonna a say, good number of stars. Like that. I was gonna roll with a two. Yeah, yeah. Well, two. That's fine. Smells amazing is what I'm putting mm-hmm. on untapped. Smells and tastes like something else. Amazing. <laughs> tastes like something else. <laughs> and now if, they what I, if they don't know what that means, well, then they. They should spend the eight bucks and be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, so for those who don't know, I'm entering this in the Untapped app, uh, which you can get on your iPhone or Android device. Untapped without an E. You can follow us at Super the Hardest. Um. Yeah. Whew. That's a bummer. Not crazy <laughs> about this one. It's going to be a rough finish. Huh, that's disappointing because it smells incredible. What's amazing is we're we're splitting a twelve ounce bottle. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a rough finish. <laughs> exactly. So four ounces is that's, oh, that's a bit much. So good. It does. Yeah. yeah. Told you it's a sniffer. Definitely. I, I just sit around and smell it. What's, yeah. an, what's another milk stout that we've had recently? There was there was well, something that tasted milk so stout. good. Maybe that was it. Um, oh, no. oh, there's the chocolate milk stout from Lugene. Yeah. That's outstanding. You, you made me that chocolate yeah. strawberry. That's what that was. That was. That's, that's what I was wishing this. Yeah, would taste that's like. Lugene chocolate milk stout and Abita strawberry lager. Yeah. All right. 
we'll move on. Uh, let's let's play some music. Um, so uh, we had a few uh, very significant deaths uh, since uh, since last we met. Um, so we'll talk about them. Uh, the first one, I guess, uh, is David Bowie. <coughs> so that's some shit that came out of the blue for me. I mean, yeah. he just fucking put out an album and kicked the bucket. I didn't even know he was sick, and I don't think very many people knew he yeah, was sick. Yeah, it didn't sound like very many people did. Um, it completely took me by surprise. Uh, especially, what was he, 69? Yeah, 69. 69. Um, shit, I mean, that's that's relatively young, right? Yeah. Plus, the guy still looked like he was, you know. He looked all right. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was in his 40s. Did you see one of those last pictures that they took? One of the last pictures that was taken of him, he's yeah. in a suit. Yeah, I don't think real so. smiley. Just a few days before he died. Oh, I yeah. did see that. I did see that. That was an yeah. amazing picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I don't know. We should probably talk about Bowie a little bit. Um, you know, I was born in '76, so you know, I was fucking just born when he was like, you know, diaper boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, so I didn't really. He didn't really enter my world until. Uh, the Let's Dance album. That was the name of the album, right? Where he put out you know, the song, obviously, Let's, Let's Dance and Little China Girl and all that stuff. Um, and and that, that album was fucking huge because it was big on MTV. And that's, you know, that was like, MTV was huge when I was that age. Mm-hmm. I, when I, was, I came, I didn't like Bowie till way later. Yeah. But, I, yeah. When I was like seven or eight, that's when MTV was like, dominated you know pop culture like every kid was watching mtv so i would see modern love and let's dance and little china girl on tv every fucking day with this david bowie guy and i you know i'm too young at that point to know any sort of like history behind the guy so i just thought that was who david bowie was turns out david bowie changed with every new album (laughs) yeah Um, but he was he was so far ahead of his time as far as uh I think how he understood what he what he could do with his platform. Yeah. And yeah. and I think what he saw. Yeah. You know, when growing up in the Midwest, uh, things are just slow to change here. Yeah. Generally. And we live in a I mean, we live in a city in a state that's considered pretty progressive. Yeah. But even still, shit is very slow to change. And you know, Bowie was way out in front of yeah. in front of the curve. Yeah. And you mentioned MTV. There's a, we should listen to that. Yep, I got it. Um, there's this amazing interview in '83 where he's talking with a DJ, well, a VJ. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a uh, Mark, what Mark Summers? Or he Mark, Goodman. yeah, Mark Goodman. I was gonna say Double Dare guy. No, Mark, yes, yeah. <laughs> but he very, uh, yeah, very, um, somewhat nonchalantly, yeah, and really direct and yet being incredibly direct yeah calls mtv out on their shit uh, uh with regard to their refusal to play black artists let's play it okay i'm gonna mute us um it, it occurred to me having watched mtv over the last few months um that it's 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 got it's a solid enterprise with and it's got a lot going for it I'm just floored by the fact that there's so many, bl- so few black artists featured on it. Why is that? I think that we're trying to move in that direction. We want to play artists that seem to be doing music that fits into what we want to play for MTV. There's th- the company is thinking in terms of narrow casting. 
That's evident. Um, it's evident in the fact that the only few black artists that one does see are on about 2.30 in the morning or, on, or to around 6. Very few are featured predominant, no. predominantly during the day. No, that, uh, that's a... I'll say that over the last couple of weeks these things have been changing, but it, it's, no, uh, it's a I slow process. I know, it's, it's funny, I think people have different perceptions. When you wind up watching, let's say you watch an hour or two or even three a day, People somehow come away with different ideas about what we are doing. We don't have any kind of day parting for anything, mm. let alone a black artist day parted out of what, what would be, quote, prime time. Mm. We don't have that. Because one sees a lot on the, on the there's a, one black station on uh, television that I keep picking up. I'm not sure which station it's on. But there's a, there seem to be a lot of black artists making very good videos that I'm surprised aren't used on MTV. Well, of course, also we have to try and do what we think not only New York and Los Angeles will appreciate, but also uh, Poughkeepsie or Midwest, pick some town in the Midwest that will be scared to death by Prince, which we're playing, or a string of other black faces That's and black very music. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? You know, we have, to, uh, we have to play the music that we think an entire country is going to like, and certainly we're a rock and roll station now. The question would be asked, well, should, uh, since we're in New York, should PLJ play, uh, you know, uh, the Isley Brothers? Well, you and I might say, yeah, because we have grown up in an era when the Isley Brothers mean something to me, and so do the Spinners, even way after the Isley Brothers. But what does it mean to a 17-year-old? Well, if you talk on the phones to these guys like I did when I was in radio, it's Well, I'll tell you what it means. I'll tell you what maybe the Isley Brothers or Marvin Gaye means to a black 17-year-old. Ah. And surely he's part of America as well. No question. No question. And that's why you're seeing those things. Do you not find that it's a frightening predicament to be in? Yeah, but less so here than in radio. And is it not, well, no, don't say, well, it's not me, it's them. Is it, no, is well, it, not, is it not possible that it's, it's, it should be a conviction of the station and of other radio stations, mm. to be fair? It, it, is, it does seem to be um, uh, rampant through American media. Um, is it, it, should it not be a challenge to try and make the media far more integrated in, those, in music, happening. especially of anything in musical terms? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I think it's happening because white music and white musicians are now starting to play more than ever, what, uh, more than they have lately, let's say, in the last 10 years, yeah. what, what black artists have been into. Mm -hmm. And now, hopefully, the lines are going to start to blur. And when we play a band like ABC, yeah. well, there's, there's white and black kids who are enjoying it. And all of a sudden, well, it's, it's a little bit easier for a white kid to understand it. The fact is, quite frankly, I could even point you towards a letter in the new issue of The Record, yeah. the magazine The Record, responding to an article by Dave Marsh that this, this kid just ranted about what he didn't want to see on MTV. Well, that's and his problem. In no uncertain terms. <laughs> well, what I'm saying, though, is that there's, as you say, there's certainly a, a lot of black kids and white kids who may want to see black music. Mm. There's a ton of them who are, it's not like it was in 67 where you say, yeah. I'm, I'm not into that, you know, but you are yet. Yeah. Now it's, you're into that? I don't like you. And that's scary, and we, can, we can't just turn around and go, well, look, this is the right way. We can only teach, I think, a little bit at a time. Interesting. Okay, thank you very much. Does that make sense? Valid point? I understand your point of view. Okay. <laughs> okay.
Yeah, posted by MTV News. Yeah, I, I, I mean, for what that's worth, I think that is actually kind of that's nice that it is in fact posted by that MTV. they posted yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's an important piece of that history, and it's yeah. also an acknowledgement that yeah, we fucked up yeah. pretty big. Yeah, yeah. And man, his face in that though. Oh yeah. man, he's just like sitting there going, "You he, motherfucker!" Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah he knows he exactly knows. what's happening. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Try and try and explain this." Yeah, yeah. really. Really? Mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned that um, uh, Let's Dance and all that stuff was kind of my first um, exposure to him. And then a few years later, uh, The Breakfast Club came out, which that movie, one of my all-time most like influential movies ever. Um, it, I, fuck, between that and The Goonies, what a weird pairing. But, <laughs> but that year, I, I watched... I don't think it's weird. That's... <laughs> That summer on VH, yeah, Dave likes Kanye. On no, VH. it's a it's a group of high schoolers <laughs> yeah, getting through something together. I watched. No, uh, they are not in high school. The, the Goonies? Goonies. Oh no, 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 a couple of them are. A couple they're, of them they're are. practically toddlers. Now a couple of them are. But that summer, I, I watched. Half. I watched <laughs> those two movies. I watched those two movies every day, like literally every day in the summer. Um, I'd have I had a babysitter and she would get so fucking pissed because she knew it was either going to be the Goonies or the Breakfast Club, <laughs> and and at that age I probably should not have been watching the breakfast club but um the quote from uh from the, his song uh changes um when it comes up at the beginning of the breakfast club like right around the credits and it's the and these children that you spit on as they try to change their as you as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations they're quite aware of what they're going through but anyway huh. at, at that age i'm like i don't know what that means yeah, yeah. Fuck. but as you know i watch the breakfast club probably now like once a year and every time it comes up, I'm like, I totally get why they use yep. that quote, you know, because it's a group of teenagers. They know what they're going through and you're trying to fucking guide them through it. They don't need your help. But anyway, so that that was my next kind of thing about David Bowie. Anyway, after that, I kind of forgot about him until Scott Haas. Well, but, but to that end, though, I want to at least say there were, Bowie has been credited by many people just essentially saying, you know, you, when I saw you or I heard, you know, I heard what you were doing. Like you, you made me realize that I'm that I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, like it's not me. Right. Yeah. If you watch um oh the fucking movie uh about is it is it the Runaways, uh the, the you know Joan Jett and uh, Lita Ford that band was yeah, that, the movie so. that yeah, came yeah. out like five years ago. Uh, oh, with uh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 singer of that band, uh, Sherry, uh, whatever her name was. Apparently, in that movie, at least it's, as it's told in that movie, she was a huge Bowie fan when she was a teenager, and uh, dress she would dress up as like Ziggy Stardust and whatever at her like you know talent shows or whatever, and uh, and she would you know get picked on because she was into Bowie and stuff, and that kind of made me that kind of opened me up to be like, oh yeah, I guess Bowie was super important to like the outcasts yeah. and the freaks yeah. of the you know early to mid seventies, and. Uh, that's, I don't know. That's something admirable, uh, though. I think when even like a guy like Marilyn Manson, who I never got into, but is from like the Bowie school of freaks and outcasts, yeah. he yeah. made kids like in the late 90s, you know, right. like, but that's even like, so gave them something to identify so, with. So amazing about what Bowie did is that, I mean, Marilyn Manson got plenty of shit in yeah. the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bowie was in the fucking 70s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like. They were sending people to schools if they were gay. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's like when your daughter gets pregnant, off she disappears, and mm-hmm. she goes, where did she go? Oh, she's at some other school now. 
Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And yeah. so in the middle of all of this, here comes this guy. He's just like, fuck you all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck anything that moves. <clears throat> yeah. And and go ahead and try to damn me for it. Yeah. Um, but Scotty, um, uh, you're, you're so Klaus, or Klaus, Dave. Uh, the reason I called you Klaus is because I'm about to make this. Klaus moved. Yeah. So you, f- you feel like you're safe now. Well, Scotty's moving here no, now. Oh, you got to keep Dave on edge. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it's risky. You got to keep Dave on edge. No, but uh, Scotty, uh, when I was in high school, got me back into Bowie because um, he was, you know, Scotty was always way into cool shit. Um, and he was big into like stuff from the 70s and, and whatnot. And he, um, you know, I, I, I was too young at the time, you know, to understand like who Bowie was. And um, so when Scotty started talking about Bowie, I was like, what do you mean the fucking little China girl guy? You know, and he's like, no, no, you got to listen to this shit. And he would play it. And uh, so, yeah. It's Wes Anderson movies for me. He puts yeah. Bowie in like all of his movies. Does he? Yeah. Nice. Um, And, uh, you know, he did everything, man. He was like an actor and, you know, a musician. And he was, you know, well known in the art world. You Labyrinth. Know, yeah. Labyrinth. Weird. Mo and I were just talking about that last night. I've. I dug out a. See, that's uh, all I knew him as for most of my childhood. Yeah, you get the labyrinth guy. Yeah. you pretty um, much get to see all of David Bowie. Sweet, in that spandex suit. Well, I dug out. A, I've, <laughs> I've got the labyrinth collector's <laughs> got edition. Got yo, yo glove on. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I dug out the labyrinth collector's edition that I didn't even know I had, but I'm gonna have to watch it. I've I've never watched it. Oh, you've never seen the labyrinth? No, no oh. I've, I've I've got it, and it came. In that like, that era of Jim Henson, I like. The Dark Crystal better, but no. but the Labyrinth definitely has some moments. Yeah. Oh, and isn't that, I was telling John last night, I'm s- almost certain Justin did all the artwork for the 25th anniversary release or whatever that, the most recent in the last couple of years. Uh, I don't know. He may have worked on some stuff for it. Like he did the crest, I think, like the logo shit. Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to ask him. I don't remember. I'm almost certain that's, that's the case. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Um, so anyway, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it, so this is a weird tie-in, but we talked about how fucking Gilbert Gottfried's always been around. Like, yep. everybody knows Gilbert Gottfried, and you just assume that he's always going to be around. <laughs> yeah, Bowie. <laughs> you know, it's, yep. it's obviously too, it's fucking not the same, but it's kind of the same thing where you like, Bowie is just one of those guys who is, uh, one of the most famous people on earth, and you just assume he's always going to be around. Oh yeah, you know? I, re- I, re- I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, this has got to be a joke or something. Yeah, like, yeah, you just he, he's everybody knows who he is, and and even though everybody may not be like an active fan of his, like they like his shit. He's been around throughout their entire life. Yeah. you know, right? Um, he's he's affected them in some sort of way, even though they probably probably don't even realize it. You know, so I don't know. It was pretty fucked up, uh, pretty surprising that that he passed. Uh, so we're gonna play uh, a tune um, off one of his most uh, famous records, "Space Oddity." But we're not gonna pay, play "Space Oddity." Mo, what are we playing again? Can you remind Hold me? Hold on. Yeah, I do love that song though. Did you get lined up? You did my job for me on this one. The wild-eyed boy from Free Cloud. All right, so here it is. Thank you. 
waste the village settles down undetected by the stars and the hangman plays the mandolin before he goes to sleep and the last thing on his mind is the wild-eyed boy imprisoned beneath the covered wooden shark things that I've, I've always liked about a lot of what he what he writes is it's almost through composed it's not like it's not like he's following a what am I trying to say a form or? well yeah like a form it's like he's really following a form yeah so it's not and there's nothing wrong with following a form right. but it's it gives it a sense of this sort of organic thing that just slowly is evolving and unfolding in front of you yeah and uh you know, sometimes it may be a similar chord sequence, but with the next pass, all of a sudden there's dissonance that you weren't expecting. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just not like, it's not at all like what you would consider rock or pop or any of that other stuff. It was right. so different. Mm-hmm. 
Right on. All right, so, so anyway, David Boyd. Our next uh, unfortunate passing was Lemmy. Lemmy Kilmister from Motorhead, who's one of the all-time great rock and roll gods. Uh, and, and he shared kind of a thing with Lemmy where, you know, or with, with Bowie, I should say, uh, Bowie, I mean, um, in that, you know, Lemmy is like in, in a different way, but, uh, so Lemmy's like an ugly motherfucker and he just doesn't care. And he does his, or right. did his own thing. Right. And, you know, followed his own way. Yeah. Plays like, his own trail. If you'll, if you like it, great. Hope come along for the ride. Yep. If you don't, that's fine too. You don't. I don't mean to get in your way. Yeah. Just go about your business. Lemmy was never a fucking pop star, but he was always successful. You know, he's always like admired, you know, he was just like a true, true fucking rock and roll guy, you know? And, uh, um, I guess I kind of saw this one coming a little more because he'd been canceling, canceling a lot of dates. Sure. A lot of concert dates. I was lucky enough to see him twice. The first time I saw him was the loudest fucking concert I'd ever been at in my life. And I felt it for almost a week. <laughs> um, uh, side A, last track, uh, track six. We're gonna do on this one. As we're um, not listening to Ace of Spades. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna I bypass mean, Ace of Spades because everybody knows that one. Um, but anyway, it still sucks that he died. You know, I mean, he's he's like a total one of a kind. You know, you're never going to get another Lemmy. You're going to get a lot of imitators, but you're never going to get another Lemmy. A guy who would just hang out at the bar in L.A. and you could go up and watch him fucking play his little gambling game and drink a Jack and Coke. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the guy was a, a crazy, crazy good songwriter. He wrote a lot of tunes for Ozzy, you know, a lot of tunes for a lot of people, but most notably for Ozzy. So Ozzy's No More Tears album, which was probably his most successful album, I think Lemmy wrote up to like a half of those songs hmm. on that album, like Mama, I'm Coming Home and all like the big hits. Wow. Lemmy, Lemmy did most of those. Are you guys seeing Black Sabbath? The, the Craig is there right now. I was going to say it's tonight, right? Yeah, I saw one of the tour guys in Walgreens downtown today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Craig, Craig is, is at, at uh, Black Sabbath right now. I, I, I didn't see I saw that. Ozzy once at Warp Tour. Yeah, I had a, for Ozzy's No More Tears tour, I had tickets, but it got canceled for some reason. I forget why. Um, but that was like 20-some years ago. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, shitty that Lemmy's gone. Uh, the dude made fucking like, I don't know, 25 albums with Motorhead? Yeah, well, like that, that. that's the one thing I, I mean that is kind of nice about all of this. Yeah. These, these people generated a tremendous amount of material. Yeah. Yeah. And that will, yeah. that will always be around. Yep. And it will probably always have a similar impact. Yeah. You know, as, as new generations sort of explore and, and discover these things yeah. for the first time. I, uh, I, I've, a lot of the articles that I read about Lemmy after his passing called him like a, you know, a metal player. I didn't really ever consider Motorhead as being like metal necessarily. Like the, the, a lot of their music, if you listen to it, it's it's pretty traditional rock and roll. Yeah, it's just that just the, really loud. Yeah, it's, and it's the way that Lemmy sounds. Yeah, you know his voice sounds the way he played bass. I mean, he fucking strummed the bass like crazy. I think it was that that made it sound a lot heavier and a lot more. You know, sound metal, I guess. But I always considered them to be like a really just kick ass rock and roll band. So uh, we're going to play We Are the Road Crew, which uh, is from the Ace of Spades album. 
And uh, this was one song that was always on their set list throughout their career, so I thought it'd be a good uh, a good one to play since everybody's heard Ace of Spades a thousand times. So Motorhead and Lemmy. Yeah, that's rock. I mean, yeah. who's more powerful, Lemmy or God? Trick question. <laughs> Lemmy is God. Ah. <laughs> there, I gave you guys a courtesy. Ah. Ah. <laughs> All right, that's that. Okay, Dave, we got to turn this down. No way. Do it. <laughs> I want to miss hearing Lemmy. I want to miss uh, seeing him on tour, you know, fucking reading about the crazy shit that he's doing. And by all accounts, like the sweetest, nicest guy in the world, too. Looks like a fucking ogre. Yeah, but did you ever meet him? Heart no, of the Care no. Bear. No. Craig and I stood outside his tour bus for a good three hours after a show one night. And oh, never came out? Never came out. We did meet the drummer, Mickey D. Mickey D. But, uh, but we, didn't, uh, we didn't meet Lemmy. So that was a bummer. Um, All right, yeah. how do you like your? How do you like this in here? However you want it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In the butt, Dave. <laughs> Noted. Butt. Uh so normally I, I feel like I need to. Let's just talk about this on air, as it were. Um, I feel like I need to talk about our casual encounters. I went to look for casual encounters tonight, <laughs> and. Uh, there was one in Woman for Men. There was one from January. The rest were all from early December. Oh, and I was like, huh? And well, I started the good side. I started scrolling through them, and I'm like, none of these are interesting. And then I took my long sigh. <sighs> all right, yep. and I went to Man for a Woman. Yep. And is this all the same old shit? Yeah. And so I started thinking. I'm like, have we reached the bottom of the dick pick well? 
You know, like how much longer can we talk about people's fucking fetishes? Yeah. And, and I know this is oh, going to make do I know, this forever. I know Dave's. <laughs> I know Dave's like on the fucking. Yeah, let's well, get rid of it. No, no. Dave's <laughs> like, no, 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 well, no. guys, I guess <laughs> if we got to, we got to. <laughs> no, here, here's my total honest yeah. perspective, right? Yeah. It It's always the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's some it creepy is. dude that's looking for some <laughs> creepy action. Yeah, doing yeah. some creepy. Th- it's like an equation. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Equals super creepy. <laughs> yep. But I think there's still things that we can get out of Craigslist that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I love the misconnections. Those, <laughs> yeah. those I get way more excited about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I feel like there's more of a story behind that there person. There totally is. Yeah. Than just being like, hey, I'm this dude who wants to watch you pee. I'm one step <laughs> away from a sexual predator. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But... I was, Don't let me swear. Yeah, but you until are. then, can I watch? Well, I've you kind pee? of been feeling this way for a while, but I never, I never like completely hit rock bottom until today, where <laughs> I was just like, "There's nothing here." Like, I've read all these before, or variants of these, you know, like a thousand times, and it's just not fresh or interesting or even funny to me anymore. I'm just like, okay, so this guy wants to Felt jack like we off into the, the motions. Yeah, this guy wants to jerk off into your fucking sock. Okay, great. <laughs> So does like so do like a hundred other guys on the same page. Yep, you know. So I don't know. That's the beauty of man for woman. <laughs> yeah, they're about two hundred to one postings. But we live in a relatively major metropolitan area, and one woman for man in the last month. Like they're all on, they're all on Tinder. Uh, maybe yeah, it's yeah. True. Tinder's killed the casual encounters. Could be they're all just getting what they need. So I I don't know. We used to back when we were doing Drunken Gamers Radio. We used to um, end every show with uh, "What are you playing?" and Mo's answer would be "I don't know, nothing." And then <laughs> and then Hilden and I would talk about video games that we were playing or whatever. It's true, but we're not a we're, like we're not a video game podcast anymore. Well, we so. can do that today if you want. Well, so I thought we'd maybe ask talk. me what I'm playing. Okay, what are you playing, Mo? Nothing. All right. <laughs> so I maybe thought I maybe I thought maybe we'd talk about like what we're what we're enjoying, like things we're watching or I like things we're doing or something, or you know, does anything? Just, I mean, we maybe we won't do this every time. Maybe it won't take the place of casual encounters, but I feel like casual encounters needs to go on a little bit of a hiatus <laughs> until the perverts. It needs, it needs to go on a cruise itself. Well, I think maybe the perverts need to you know you up step up their games. You're, you're a still right. gonna visit, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the mechanic pervert. That, he did. He just wanted to offer oh. gift and you know, gift and kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Dave, what are you doing? What do you have going on? Well, I use my so at, at Christmas and my birthday. Yeah, I get extra spending money yeah. and I stock <laughs> up on games that last. So, my birthday is in September. Yeah. So at Christmas, I buy a bunch of games that should last me until around September. Right. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. So I've been playing a lot. I've been sampling all those games man yeah like what um i played i was playing battlefront last night do you love it it's pretty fun yeah uh, i star wars battlefront yeah it's yeah, really yeah. fun i yeah. was absolutely enthralled with the the first iteration of that on maybe yeah. the uh, fatty xbox i don't yeah, remember yeah. which it was on but the, the actual xbox man yeah. i and it, god i loved that i don't like call of duty as much no this well is that's because you're not a douche waffle <laughs> <laughs> but this is just re- take that as like, a compliment Dave. it's fun enough where i don't know like i was walking around on at what, what are the whatever what are the two leg ones atsts yeah. whatever yeah that's it it was fun no yeah, yeah. i blew i got blown up right away of course, of course you did <laughs> you got no armor <laughs> the guys who do this shit for fucking yeah. Chewbacca is swinging logs together on those things. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, going on. Yeah, exactly. So, Quite a while ago, <laughs> Jessica and I decided we were going to watch all the best picture winners from the beginning. Oh, wow. We're up to 1946. It started in 1927. Holy shit. So uh, we started that, but the, we started getting the discs from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But the the disc was scratched all yeah. up, so it wouldn't even play. Yeah. But it was uh, the best years of our lives. Uh. It amazes me how fast the movie industry put out movies during World War II or right after oh, World War God, II? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, feel they like go that, into the studio like in the next two weeks, there'd be a movie Yeah, out. my dad said they would just crank them out. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they would get away with that right now. No, no, no. Like, like I don't I mean, how many... There's something about it that works, though. If you watch those movies, you know, the dialogue's oh, like oh, fucking yeah. crazy, like yeah. overdramatic and yeah. whatnot. But there's something about it that you're just like, oh, this is so charming. Like, one of the, one of the ones with Mrs. Miniver... No, and it was just about that British town, and well, I, can tell you, I mean a town that was getting bombed. You, you can't II. charge twelve bucks for for a movie like that. No, no. you know that that's part of the problem. Yeah, but I, but I think there's a sensitivity around it too. Like, I think people would be like hashtag too soon <laughs> if if they made any movie surrounding anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's because they're all a bunch of bitches. <laughs> oh, you got American Sniper. You got the. The That's, fucking Benghazi movie. Uh, but American right. Sniper, I mean, how many years ago was that? That's, that's like, true. That's true. That's probably because t- that was Iraq, right? Yeah. 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 So that's what, 10, 15 years right, right now? Uh, I mean, I'm talking Best Picture when it was 1946. Yeah. And it was about guys coming home from the war. Yeah. Starred a dude in it that lost both his hands in World War II. Jesus. Wasn't even an actor. Nice. And he played a guy coming home from World War II. That yeah. had lost both of his hands, and like <laughs> he lost him in the war. Yeah, like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, that and that that's my that's my rant. Like yeah. Mrs. Miniver was really funny because at the end they're like buy war bonds. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but that that would totally go over today. Yeah. Yep. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. To a certain there degree, is a I population that is dying for that kind of shit. Totally. Yeah. Yep. And I think war bonds should be should come back. <laughs> did I listen to Crispin Glover on WTF? Did yeah. you listen to that episode? Yeah, I did. That guy's got such a crazy cadence with the way he says things. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But he was talking about you those. You can buy my self-published book at yeah. crispinglover.com. <laughs> <laughs> he, did. he was totally pitching it. Yeah, yeah. But the way he talked about those German propaganda films, yeah, that was yeah. freaky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what American Sniper was, basically. And yeah. Fucking... Don't you think, man, war bonds? Put your fucking money where your bumper sticker is? <laughs> exactly. Buy it, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else, dude? No, that's that that was What about you? I've been watching a lot of TV. Like a fucking ridiculous fat guy amount of TV. <laughs> <laughs> um Christine and I busted our way all the way through the rest of um Jessica Jones after we got back from vacation. We watched like eight episodes in the last uh less than a week, I guess. Um and uh, that was a great show. A lot of, lot of, like you could, you could probably nitpick some shit with it, but I thought the guy, uh, the uh, the Kilgrave guy, whoever, Doctor Who, I thought he did a great yeah. job. The Purple Man. Yeah, I thought Doctor Who played Kilgrave really well, real good. Did real good, <laughs> real, real good. I, I do want to watch it. It's just a really, really fucking interesting idea for a villain. Like it takes the whole abusive thing, like someone who. Uh, you know, abused someone for a while, and then he's trying to regain control over her, and 
and uh she's fucking she's just such a fucking badass and um yeah it's really good and the guy who plays luke cage is awesome so is he gonna be like i'd probably fuck him you know he's just a big (laughs) he's gonna have his own series tom brady he's a big hunk of chocolate man tom brady yeah Yeah. he's he's a big hunk of hot chocolate (laughs) handsome tom brady handsome tom brady lost yesterday oh i'm so so happy about that um yeah instead he went said it's fucking brain damaged fucking what's his nuts the guy the guy with the five head Oh, Ted Cruz. No, the other guy. Bill Belichick. Uh, 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 the Papa John's guy. Oh, oh yeah, Papa yeah. John's. Peyton? Peyton Manning, mm. yeah, yeah. I didn't take those growth hormones. Oh, yeah, man. Um, but anyway, uh, Jessica Jones is great. Uh, I, I think I like it better than uh, Daredevil. I, I think uh, I just found it more. Because I guess it, it wasn't as superhero-y as Daredevil, right? It's just this chick who... Happens to be able to beat some serious fucking ass. I was kind of bummed that Daredevil wasn't as superhero he is. I think it's going to be in the second season. I think you know, so, too. he's got that big, ridiculous suit. You yeah, know? by the end of it, when he was doing all those flips on the rooftop, I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> I um, love Daredevil when he's all swashbuckly. Yeah. That's usually all sweaty. But speaking of superhero-y stuff, we were talking about this before too. we started recording. That red spandex. Uh, the Flash. Woo! Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the Flash on uh, the CW. I started watching it on Netflix. The first season, comic booky as hell. Super light, super fluffy, corny, cheesy. It's like you're watching like a fucking cheesy comic book. It's great. It's oh, it's it's easily my favorite comic book show. I've we watched. talking like 1960s Batman? No, no, no not that bad. <laughs> Which uh, I, not that, that bad. For, you got the Blu-ray set awesome. for Christmas. Yeah. You yeah. said, yeah, 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 totally. I'm jealous of that. Um, um. Well, okay. I'm oh, so I should clarify. When I say my favorite superhero show, I, I disqual not not including Batman sixty six. That's the best. Right, yeah, right. I'm talking about the current run, like Gotham and Agents of Shield and all that stuff. Um, this is easily for me. It's, Supergirl's it's, not making the cut right now. Never watched or? it. Never watched no, it. It's, it stars a girl. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, come on! I just said I love <laughs> Jessica Jones. It is, and he's got a trigger I warning. Know, that was awesome. He's got a trigger warning for fat princesses yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, um, but the Flash is just so much fun, you know. You can um, watch it, and, and it's like cotton candy. You know, you're fine. just watching it. It's, I'll watch an episode. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, and what I love about it is, remember the Flash show in like the 80s or 90s? Oh yeah, like late yeah, 80s, the 90s. Early 90s. The guy who played the Flash is this guy's dad. Oh, yeah. and Mark Hamill's in it too. Is he? I haven't he, gotten that far. Oh, yet. he shows up. Yeah, and he played the same character in the. Does 90s he play the one. cock knocker? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Come on, from fucking Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, I've never seen the it. cock knocker. I've, ne- I've never seen it. He knocks cocks. He's a dude with a big fist, and he punches guys <laughs> in the nuts. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Only like, Kevin Smith could write something so I, genius. Maybe I'd like those movies now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe I'd like Mallrats now. Oh, uh, Mallrats is I don't think so, so bad. It's fucking beautiful. I love it. Uh, but anyway, Flash is great. Um, I also, speaking of nerdy shit, I've finished up season two of Knights of Sidonia on Netflix. Uh, don't watch it. What uh, is it's, it? It's anime. Oh. It's but it had a, it's a sci-fi thing and it has a lot of really cool ideas but by the end of 24 episodes I still didn't know what the fuck happened. Good golly. Like I don't know who they're fighting. I don't know where they are. I don't know what their eventual goal is. And every now and then they're just throwing like a random panty joke, you know, cuz it's anime and it has yeah. to. Oh, I touched her boob. Ooh. Uh, yeah, don't watch it. It I I don't know why I Deal. fucking pounded all the way through it, but I did. 
Uh, that's just all pissed off some listener. I guess the show was, it wasn't probably. Great. I love the creative idea behind it, but it just didn't do it for me. Um, again, all I've been doing is watching TV. So anyway, Mo, you got anything? Yeah, I got fucking mice. Oh yeah, God. no, you've got you've got Mousezilla. God damn wait, it! Wait, you've got mice in this. He's house? got a mouse that will tear fucking <laughs> tear your nuts right off while you sleep. His mother and fucker and I are at war. You can have them. You can have my nuts. I'm gonna buy a gun, and I'm just gonna start shooting the house. <laughs> what, tra- what kind of traps have you tried? Let's tra- let's chuck. He's dead though now, right? Well, I think traps. I think he's dead. I haven't seen him in a few days. He's he appeared to have emptied a box of poison all on his own. Have you seen Have you seen the the How I Met Your Mother where it's a cockamouse and it's like a cockroach mouse thing I, that can I think fly? So. Yeah, a hybrid or what? Yeah. Oh, I I still don't know how this thing got upstairs into the kitchen. I'm assuming he climbed the water pipe up underneath. From the basement into the into the kitchen, yeah, under the sink, and then can they not do stairs? Uh, well, he wouldn't have been on that'd the be, floor. That'd be pretty tricky to get up those stairs. Yeah, your little mouse, and he's a mouse. Yeah, do you know that they can like, fit? You know what mice are, right? Yeah, do you <laughs> okay. know they can fit in a hole the size of a pencil? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they're assholes, that's man. Freaky, man. Yeah, we've got a very thin hole at the bottom of our steps. Yes. There's, a, there's a crack. Um, in it's um, called the butthole. <laughs> yeah. There's a crack in the in the in the baseboard that's like maybe maybe an eighth of an inch, quarter of an inch thick at the most. And I'm at the most. I'm convinced that's where when whenever we get a mouse, I'm pretty sure that's where it's coming in. But man, all my drawers on the sink side, draws. all of them draws. I'm a draws <laughs> full of mouse shit. Yeah. That sucks. Got up on the counter somehow. That one is completely beyond anything I can understand. Into the toaster. Like I wish I'd been there with the mouse. Into the toaster. Into the toaster. Turn it on. Oh man, I would have put a Bible Toast on top sucker. of that thing and been like, <laughs> "Yeah, feel the wrath of hell." Oh my gosh, I drowned a mouse a mouse once. I yeah. felt so bad. Christine, That's the worst. Christine dropped a dictionary on one. Oh, I'd feel better about that. She had a dictionary in her hand to get it. And the mouse ran by her, and she screamed and dropped it, and it fell right on the mouse. <laughs> She's like, ah! And it fell right on top of the mouse. Uh, I did kill. I had a, a total mouse rampage earlier this, this fall. I killed like seven or eight of them. So yeah. how'd you get it? Uh, well. How'd you get Mousezilla? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know that I've gotten the nut it. nut eater. Yep. Shredded, man. Like, I got one of those of gloves. It shredded the of glove? Shredded it. You can't even tell it was a glove. Oh. <laughs> It's like it's like the of rag now. That dirt bag. Yep, got those you know those fancy cheese knives with the little the wood balls on the end for the handles. No, nope. yep, ate all the handles up, shredded them, just <laughs> piles of sawdust. Uh, shredded my barbecue shit. Uh, the little silicon brush, shredded it. Are you sure it was a mouse? Well, it wasn't a fucking tiger. Might have been. Still, what if it was like a? Seriously, tigers, turds are not that size. A little opossum or something. A little opossum. Really? <laughs> I don't know. You go in your room and he's just hanging upside down. What's up? Hey, mom. First of all, they don't talk. Time to shred your nuts. So, anyway. Yeah, that shit's bad. Anyway, oh, uh, it, it's been about four hours cleaning the kitchen. Because what do you do at that point? I've I, threw, only, I threw away a lot of stuff. I've only ever had them in my garage. Well, I've never had a problem. Like two years ago, I got one mouse. And all of a sudden this year, shitload of mouses. 
Mouses. Mises. Yeah, that's uh, right. There's a mouse freeway so, in this house. So this someplace. year, so far, we haven't had a single mouse. Last year, Yeah, they're all over here. Last year, we had like a fucking dozen. Yeah. It was crazy. I I think I know. Well, I don't know where the hole is, but I'm pretty positive it's in the front side. of. The, probably I know about within 12 feet where it is. Yeah. So maybe I can find it in the spring. And <laughs> One time I within, set a trap. Within 12 feet. Well, I mean, like, I know. I just think that's funny. You got it. You got I've got it narrowed down. down. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I set a trap and I caught two mice with the same trap at the same time. That's amazing. Whoa! Christine sent me a picture of it because I, I don't know where I was, but she's like, "Fucking seriously!" <laughs> she sends me this picture, and both the fucking mouse heads are stuck in the trap. Did you just high five your coworkers? You're like, <laughs> yeah. like, check it out. Yeah. Like, this is called genocide. No, there's. I, I, I did that. I work with a guy. They who, call you Pol Pot now. I work with a guy who I think he said he paid 200 bucks and he had like an exterminator come over and seal his house and and it's guaranteed for like 2 years or something. Oh, that would be worth it. So I was yeah. Did it uh, did it work? He said it he said he hasn't yeah. had a problem. No possums in there? It's getting no fucking expensive <laughs> replacing my kitchenware. Yeah. That does suck enough glove, man. Well, and you know, my, I mean mouse piss is can be very dangerous. Yeah. So All right, let's uh do some shots. Okay. All right. I'm still like just the smell of this. I know, right? Turns my stomach. Brings back great memories. Yeah. Just chase it with some Neapolitan Speaking beer. Speaking of, it's almost Merrill season here. again. <laughs> Merrill season. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting back to Merrill season. Ooh. I'm gonna have to head there in about a month or so and pick up Grandma Jean. Bring her back. Ooh. Leave her here. <laughs> All right. Um. I had to bring a, some pickles. I, I'm going to share this one with you quick. I had a, for the first time in a while, I had a dream about Hilden, like last week. Um, and it w- well, it wasn't really in, about him so as much as he just made an appearance. Huh. And I was just walking. It was just like walk a, in and just smacking the balls and then walk out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but like, ah! it, it, was, it was it was that fucking random. Like it was it was like there's some outdoor party or something like some street festival or something going on. And I was walking under like a tent and. And there was a bunch of like a big table with a bunch of food and people were laughing. And at the end of the table, you know, there's like fucking big turkey legs yep. and shit. And at the end of the table, there's a fucking hill and he's just, ah, you know, having <laughs> yep. a good time. Ah. He's all drunk. And I'm like, holy shit. And he's like, hey, motherfucker. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I miss you. And he's like, don't get all pussy on me now. Have a turkey leg. Yep. And, and that was it. That was it. That's about right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can live with a dream like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's probably about right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, fucking stop being yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Eat, eat this turkey. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so uh, to Hilden. Yeah, to Hilden. To Hilden. Oh, mother. Uh. <laughs> And that that one was like milking a jelly bean. Oh. No, I'm good. I'm, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. All right. Six one two four two four three eight three five. I'll be on the politics. Yeah, that's another uh, tune coming. Mailbagatmojomenace.com. Send us some shit. We well, need no, no, no. Don't actually send us some shit. Send us some stuff to read and listen to, Poop especially fans. if your name is Fluffy Nuts. <laughs> right. All right, that's all I got. <laughs>